Welcome to the boys of the Golden Throne. It's Teo speaking right now. We've got our big, beautiful, brown man, big, fat, piss, John. In the house. <laughs> that was like a pro wrestler intro. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got glasses wearing, poofy haired looking motherfucker, AJ. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I'm just drinking water. Drinking water because <laughs> I'm on a new diet. <laughs> Where I water, can't. It's the water diet. You lose weight really fast. Yeah, just piss it all out. That's what John does. Uh, yeah, I'm on a, a no gluten and no cheese diet right now, which means no beer. Which I uh, might have to change this clear liquid to another clear liquid. To just I, yeah, I'm so. personally having a rum and coke and an Earl Grey tea. It's a very interesting combo tale. I, I, you know what? I was like pouring a drink, setting up for this, and I was like, I want a rum and coke, but I also want this tea I just bought. <laughs> what, I, I think I'm, I'm going to do both. I'm does, a, uh, are you going to mix it? Like take yeah. a sip of one and a sip of the other, and then just squish it around <laughs> in the mouth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm in a similar position to AJ, where I'm not drinking for a month and a half, so I have a in, coffee. A coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I failed in that coffee. Dab, dab. I can't even have myself oh, yeah, a dub dub. Yeah, yours is worse for sure. I mean, yeah. But at least I can have co- sugar this time. I can have well, you sugar. You can have vodka. Well, vodka is terrible. But no, you I, can have vodka. I, I'll drink I some vodka. We can drink vodka. I don't vodka water. waters? I'll drink vodka. <laughs> Yeah, you have fun. Uh, what? Well, I may. I, I'll, I hate vodka. I, I'll drink. I'll drink over the interwebs <laughs> with Teo. <laughs> Ariel br- brought her own beer for tonight. Didn't get me anything. So, uh, <laughs> well, so last I got so mad. He was like, "You didn't buy me some gluten free beer," and he like started. Fuck uh, that shit! I don't want gluten free beer. I'll have some ciders. <laughs> Enjoy that stuff, you know. But oh, uh, if the famous kitty. Hello, Helix. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the fourth member of the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Teo, what are we? Uh, what are we getting up to this week? Well, we've this uh, ep- like this, I guess, episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we've got our normal hobby shame progress, talking about what we've been doing, what we've been touching, what we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. What we've been touching together. Well, we've been touching together. Lots of touchies. <laughs> lots of dry fitting. Mm. Yeah, lots of dry fitting. <laughs> uh, and then, AJ, you uh, we're talking about the weekender. That's what we're talking about yeah, today, really. Yeah, the big topic. The weekend. Big topic, yeah. We, we, we won't be going in like an in-depth topic. thing like some of the other podcasts. We're kind of just going to talk about the key points we're gotten hard for. and uh, John's what hard we were, for a lot of it. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. He can't um, pull his chair closer to the desk right now because yeah. his throbbing member is Stuck. keeping him back from it. Stuck. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you did a, a little talk with uh, Matt from the Warriors Weekend event coming up soon. Doing yeah, didn't you? so a little yeah. uh, rundown of the Warriors Weekend two happening uh, in April. So I uh, had Matt on. Just had a you know a nice Sunday afternoon chit chat about the event and stoked for it. We uh, already getting the players pack. Well, the players pack for the Titan Death or for the uh, Titanicus thing is out, and I've almost got the player pack done for the thirty k. Yeah. So exciting stuff! Yeah, very exciting stuff. And then we'll just be closing out the show like normal. Land this pig, yeah, yeah. Landing that peace, love, and chicken grease. Mm. We'll also be discussing. Uh, another big thing that happened which is titan death yes we will be talking about titan death but i think we'll talk about that kind of in our, kind hobby. Of our hobby yeah cool sweet all right well then uh i guess we should kick it on to uh to the hobby portion of this fine establishment <laughs> <laughs> Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, Null Noyle. And welcome back to the boys. We're going to be talking a little bit of our hobby, shame, life. If you can't, because you can't see this, but I'm doing the Mr. Burns. Excellent. You are doing the excellent. Now, now you're going to have to be careful because, like, we maybe some of these things, these ideas that are going through your head are because of the weekender. So we need to, like, hold our cards a little bit if there's stuff weekender related. That are affecting our hobby, all right? Okay, 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 okay. Cool. Who wants to go first? I can go first. I've been just hammering out lately. All right, get get her done. Okay, well, uh, uh, first of all, uh, celibacy, celibacy is going strong, so hobby's been very strong. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I haven't been a dumbass, so I've been getting a ton of hobby stuff done, so... Since we've last recorded, I've bought and built 2,500 points of Space Wolves. Whoa. And they're all primed, and I've even started painting. Whoa, man. Sweet. Airbrushing all of them? Uh, actually, I'm trying something a little different this time, a technique that I haven't really done before. Which is? Uh, so what I'm doing is they're, they're, I, I primed them. They're base gray. Okay. And then I'm going to try to like a bit of a – something I've never done, so I'm going to wash the whole model – in like a really heavy wash to come give them that grit. Yeah. And then I'm just going to brush paint, um, like the highlighting on it. Okay. Just on the top. So it should give them like a really contrasting feel. Sweet. Cool. Have you done uh, a test model yet? I have, but it came, I really liked, I don't have it available right now, but it came out really nice. It was like, a. it was very grim dark that I really enjoyed it. Sweet. Awesome. Man. It was, yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, I built 2,500 points of space wolves already. Which is crazy. It literally built like forty-five infantry in an evening. 
oh man, I could not do that. Yeah, that sounds like I'd rather do a lot of things rather than doing that. Well, so it was funny because I was supposed to go out that night to hang with my buddy and go see a show, and I decided not to. And I built all the models, and like, so it was great. But then I found out that they got high on mushrooms and played with puppies. (laughs) And I was like, that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. I kind of missed out. I'd be down for that. Yeah, they went and saw a show, and they went to an after party, and then, then someone gave my buddy mushrooms, and then they found out. Party, it's the puppy party. Oh, I guess, like, <laughs> R. Kelly's not really cool to be singing right now. <laughs> Moving yeah. along. Uh, so, yeah, the Space Wolves, I've actually already had a game with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So, uh, kind of works into with, uh, I've gotten some new, new hot boys into Heresy. They're just yeah. super hard for it. Uh, one of the guy, Liam, he's, uh, he had, he's always had a heresy army, but he really wasn't playing. He was playing a lot of 40 K, but he was just so like, every time I saw him play 40 K, he just looked sad and miserable. And then I kept talking about heresy and he's been kind of, he's like, you know what? Yeah. And he came over for a game night one night and he loved it. And then we had a big team game the other night. It was me and Nico versus, uh, uh, him and his partner Kevin. Oh, sweet! Uh, in a big five thousand point game for getting rid of uh, practicing for the deuce. Nice. Uh, and he was laughing so hard because in the game I had my uh, the uh, the speaker of the dead. Okay. He's got this weird grenade of essentially he throws wolfen blood at people. Okay. And he had like all these guys tightly grouped and he ended up killing five Marines with it, with a grenade throw. Wow. And we made this joke up that the wolf priest is running around in like those pajamas that like have the bottom come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and he's just, and he's just, yeah, he's just throwing like high protein, high beer, <laughs> space wolf poops at people. stasis grenades? No, it's not a stasis grenade. It's called a garum vial, a blood vial grenade. Just the priest has it. What are the stats on that? It's a poison four plus bla- uh, three inch blast rending. Oh wow, interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so he he was just having such a blast. My praetor killed two lords of war. He killed a uh, glaive and a shadow sword. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, because like I showed, because uh, I built all the stuff. So my Praetor, he's armed with a Paragon Blade and a Power Fist. Yeah. And he's just like running. And then they just kind of had them close to each other. And he ran up and just like, blam. And then wow. they didn't shoot him. They ran up to the next one. And was like, blam. <laughs> uh, so who, who, uh, who ended up, what was the outcome of that doubles game? Uh, it was 7-5 in the favor of me and Nico. Right on. Or no, seven six. Nice. It was a tight game. So nice. he's been uh, so Leo and Kevin have been super pumped. They've been painting their armies like crazy, like like putting hours in every week just getting their armies. I haven't ready seen painted. any of Liam's stuff, but I've seen Kev's uh, uh, Kev's stuff. And yeah. yeah, Liam's a bit of a slower painter. Yeah, has he got yeah. the fear about the event because he's bought a ticket. <laughs> Uh, he's actually really excited that because like um, most 40k events don't promote painting, so he never cared to paint his other army. Right, so he's got an like, incentive. He's got incentive. He really likes that he's got incentive, so it's been really cool. Um, awesome. And then, yeah, so he's been jacked. Uh, I finished Nico's Custodes army. I thought you did finish that last time. 
Uh, I end up getting some more stuff from him. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, uh, so then I've been working on some of my old... What? Did you airbrush the custodes? I did. Cool. Did you do the, yeah. uh, the candy radder or whatever? Or, um, I did. Yeah? Yeah. How was that? Did you find it? It's a, it's terrible. I hate it. I will never do it. You don't like it? <laughs> it's too many. It's too much time, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a painful amount of time. Uh, but, uh, and then, so I, I've been pulling out some of my older terrain and like reworking it and adjusting it to make it look better. Reorganizing it. Okay. Uh, uh, I was, uh, on Chris pretty a little bit for, uh, to come to the dues. Yeah. <laughs> I was bugging him. Uh, I, I'll talk about it in the, in, in the weekender stuff, but essentially I want to return back to one of my love beloved legions. Sounds good. It just hurts. Hurts, hurts, yeah, hurts. Financially, yeah. Did did AJ tell you the amount that it was? Yeah. Well, you you posted it, right? Oh yeah, in, it's, in it's the like chat. Three thousand or something, or what was it again? Uh, three thousand one hundred and twenty-four dollars and seventy-eight cents for a, for how big of a list? Twenty-five hundred points. Oh, God. <laughs> prices, baby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so because these guys have been talking about Titanicus Satan and Ashton started messaging me about Titanicus. I was looking into it a bit more. Okay. So I pulled out all my epic stuff for uh, – I was going to make up some cool terrain pieces for you guys. Ooh. Because I'm never going to really use the epic. I just have them here. And I think they would get more use out of really cool terrain pieces. Yeah, totally. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you can use some of the guys for, like, putting on your bases and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd yeah. be very cool, man. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at some Titanicus bundles because they have that one in GW. That's just a really good deal, dude. I think that when, the one that you get the Warlord, the two, the two Reaver or the Reaver and two Warhounds. Warhounds is that what it is? I don't know. It's four models or something. Yeah, so maybe, it's a Warlord, a Reaver, and two Warhounds for two hundred bucks. You should—that is the best yeah, deal. Yeah. You get that with the bun- the rules bundle that comes with all the tokens in the rule book. Yeah, I, that's all it's, you really. They're doing another Grandmaster one too. It, yeah. I don't think it's worth it. I if, you, if you sold a Warlord, I think you could. It would be worth it. I don't know. Yeah, like, but but, but also you're not going to sell the, cards, the Warlord for the full price. Yeah. Well, if you it, sold it for a hundred bucks, I'm saying you'd, you'd be getting it for two fifty. Yeah. The card you still have Maybe to buy not. cards, right? You're still going to have to buy additional Reaver cards and additional. Really? Yeah. The Warhound, like the Grandmaster, only comes with four Warhound cards. I can't even run like a a double weapon Warhound right now. Because it only yeah, comes with that. four, I haven't, so I haven't in the rewards. end, yeah. If you get if like if you get another reaver, you're gonna have to buy a reaver a pack of reaver cards. Unless if you get another warhound, yeah, that sucks. You're gonna have to buy the I'm warhound not, cards. I'm not gonna buy the cards. I'm just gonna print that shit off. I've got this. I've got yeah. the files, baby. Yeah, and so like I was yeah, looking at that those cards to help to mitigate it, make it a little easier, and then it's just. It's not that expensive. It'd be like three hundred bucks, three fifty. Yeah, for me to join. And I was just talking to Ashton, and John even said himself that even Ashton agreed that he's like he that I would do really well with like a, a kind of a Warhound knight, like maybe a Reaver being my biggest Titan. Yeah, I mean Warhounds are the best Titans in Titanic. I'm convinced. Yeah. Well, you before you even get into it, like if you wanted to, uh, if I guess he it's. Uh, trying to get down here but if you came down for you a weekend try, uh, tr- yeah you should you, try out with aj's army and yeah you, like, you could totally use my legio 
I've yeah, got, yeah. I've got like three thousand points now at this point. So there's also an entirely Reaver mana pool now too. Yeah, yeah. More so yeah, that's death later. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, that's kind of what I, I, I had been doing. But yeah, like as soon as I saw that stuff from the weekender, my my scars boner just got huge. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. Even I was just yeah. like, "Oh, that would be really nice." But oh no, yeah, no more projects. No more projects. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Johnny, what's yeah. been on your plate? Um. Yeah, I haven't done that much. So uh, I finished Phantom Lord, which I think I put up pictures of. I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think Tao has seen him. You've seen him. I have. You saw him person. Of your second war, warlord. Yeah, Phantom Lord's my second warlord, uh, and so I got the upgrade kit in the mail. Yeah. Titan Death, and I got excited. Built the built the upgrade kit out, and then a couple days like I think it was like three days later, I decided all right, paint the stuff up. Uh, yeah, finished him up. I think he looks awesome. I think he's the best Titan I've done. I think he's yeah, <clears throat> he's pretty damn. He's pretty, pretty damn cool. sweet, man. Yeah. I need you to come come over at some point so we can do uh, some glow effects on my Thanatars and now my Plasma sure. Annihilators. Totally, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I'm happy with how the glow effects turned out. That yeah, turned out. I think they just looked really well. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring, yeah, I can bring my paints. So you can use the same paints as I use, and yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I also, so I got Titan Death, I got the upgrade pack, and I got the Legio Mortis. Transfer um, transfers, which uh, thank God, because apparently those are sold out now. Yeah. So they supposedly they went through what they thought would be yeah. a year's supply. That's crazy. That's and pretty good. in like a couple weeks, I think. Powerful it, or tight, two weeks. Tight, or po- powerful uh, mortis baby. And I love that they previewed six, and they've there's five out right now, and the yeah, sixth the, one is mine. <laughs> is the sixth one, yeah, I think the Furians are coming soon. Yeah, they showed a couple more at the Weekender. I forget which ones, but we'll get into that later. But yeah. yeah, so I got the Mortis kit. So I went back, and uh, it was kind of a pain in the ass, but I took one of the transfers off of my War uh, or my Reaver because the Reaver I, I specifically chose the pan the flat open panel on the Reaver because I wanted four to be transfers. Able to, yeah, for yeah. for a nice nice transfer. So I took one of the really badass, like, high-detailed Death's Head, bigger Death's Head ones and put it on him. Uh, put the transfers on Phantom Ward, obviously. And then I went back and I put I put new transfers on to um, uh, Zester's Sword as well. Which and is so, your other Warlord. Which is my other Warlord. And the, so this is, the coolest, this is the coolest detail. So the Mortis transfers come with, like, little mini skulls on them, like, with it. So uh, anyone who knows Titanicus or knows anything about Legio Mortis, they are obsessive about kill markers. So they keep track of all the engines that they destroy, and it's like a bi- it's a big part of their um, uh, their flavor, I guess you could say. And it, yeah, it, it, yeah, and we that's like competitive against each other, right? Yeah, competitive against other other yeah other uh, against others and against themselves because they're because they're very haughty. They're very. Um, they they are very like arrogant. They believe they they believe that they're the best legio, and they like yeah they they like to keep track of their kills because they like to have one ups against the other legios that they fuck up. So I basically counted out all the all the engine kills that I've had, and uh, yeah, I put I put markers on all my uh, my warlords and my reaver. Uh, yeah, so, so you got four. Got four on the one warlord, three on the other warlord, and yeah. then uh, and then I'll, I will have two on the reaver, and um, 
I'm going to continue to update them as I get them. So I'm actually going to write it down whenever I get a kill yeah. at the end of a game. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think they look awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I also, uh, I read, or I'm sorry, I'm reading um, Heralds of the Siege right now. I did not realize that it was a collection of short stories. So that's been kind of interesting. Uh, there's a lot of, early on, there's a lot of uh, Dark Mechanicum stuff, which is pretty sweet. And it kind of gives you maybe a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of an indication of where they might be he heading thematically with them, which is cool. There's cool. definitely a lot of Demon Engine talk. <laughs> yeah. Mar Mars has lots of Demon Engines on it. <laughs> um, and then uh, I read the Titan Death rule book. You read the whole thing? Yeah. It's all the, yeah. Yeah, I'd gotten through everything, and then a a Ashton was talking about doing the campaign. I was like, okay, well, I should read the campaign. Yeah, well. the campaign is, because I played a game with Ashton last week, and I was just like, have you looked at the campaign yet? And he was like, no. And I'm like, dude, you need to look at the campaign. Like, to me, it's super cool, like, how you you basically get points, which then you can use to buy your titans but then in between games you also need to repair so for every yeah. structure point every critical damage it, it costs a certain amount to repair them it feels like the game is very heavily uh integrated into the the campaign system is clearly part of the game, the game yeah like, because then like some of the stratagems yeah. like noble sacrifice yeah. like that makes a lot more sense because you might have a like a you know, a Warhound or something that's super already badly damaged. You don't have the credit, so you're like, sure. you know, okay, I'm going to use this stratagem. I'm going to take this guy and yeah, run him into them, run him in, and yeah, yeah depending on who you're going one. against. Yeah, so it's it it's cool because and the thing is, is that a long, long, long time ago, I remember listening to Iahorus and they were talking about Titanicus, and this was when we knew it was coming. But not, this was quite a bit before we had seen any models. I think this was probably about two years before the game actually came out. Okay. And they, was just, they were talking about it, and they were saying that it had uh, very deeply integrated into it. It had a campaign system that was built around this, and, and that, that, it was, that it was in the core rules. So when they, yeah, it's kind of cool seeing it now, because I'm like, oh, that makes sense, because apparently the old version of Adeptus Titanicus had campaign rules that were very similarly integrated okay. directly into it, and it, it, I, my understanding is is that this is sort of how the game is intended to be played. It's kind of like Necromunda, like Necromunda yeah. is meant to be played as a campaign, totally. really. Um, like you can't do one-off games, but I think, it I think we're brings so gonna, much more. We'll, well, we'll, we'll end up doing a, a Titanic. Oh, hundred percent. Like, like skipping forward a little bit. One thing that just because we're talking about the rules and the addition of of the the rules to Titanicus, they did state in the Titanicus um, uh, seminar at the Weekender that we are not yet fully playing the full scope the of rules, of yeah. the rules of that what they would like us to be playing. So they're kind of going to yeah. slowly. F and I'm so happy. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. But I'm 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 very happy to hear that they're that they're going to be expanding on nights. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in a few ways, like not just not just weekender stuff, but there's there's something that came out of White Dwarf about knights as yeah. well. Like 
it's cool. I, I love the idea of like as long as those white dwarf and, things are gonna make it into like that future or the you know yeah, future they need, books they need to be available. To um, us. Yeah, totally. Otherwise, they're pointless. But yes, yeah, because I, I I'm not you know I'm off. not running at <laughs> getting way. white dwarfs at this point. For They've sure. kind of changed sure. changed format so many times that I'm a little bit hesitant of spending money in that in that way. Oh, why would you get the get it when you've got the internet, anyways? Well, I don't know. There used to be so much good stuff, like especially the painting stuff. Oh, for sure. I just think the internet. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's just. But it, now the internet does that too. I don't know so. a lot of people <laughs> buy white dwarfs anymore. Yeah. Um, sweet man. So I, I think that that uh, that's your stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So uh, I'm very uh, Titanicus heavy <laughs> as well as John. Um, so finally, like you know, went out and bought. Uh, Bought the new Titan Death uh, book and super excited about my Legio rules and everything that's that so good. And so when we're done this, we have to we have to quickly talk about Titan Death. When we're done. Okay, <laughs> okay. So um, I got the upgrade sprue for the uh, for the Warlord. So finally, I'm just like, all right, I gotta gotta get on this second Warlord. So I start working on it, and this is the one that I've clipped off all the panels. I had like a wasn't thinking about it with the first one I built and I'm like, oh I'll just clip it all off. And then both. And then so yeah, the first one I did it all on the sprue. This one I thought it was gonna be terrible. It really wasn't that so bad. bad. Uh some of the smaller ones were like the feet like ones. The feet are a pain in the were the, the a pain in the ass, the little ones, but the rest of it was fine. Um but as I was doing it, I'm looking at the <laughs> legs of my second warlord and I'm like, something's something's messed up here and it turns out like i totally put the legs on wrong so the the holes for where the thigh plates connect to were upside down i'm gonna tell you a secret what mine have green stuff in them that are facing the back oh really yes (laughs) well i couldn't do that (laughs) so upside down i literally i took an exacto to it and i cut Cut one of the legs off, and had to you know got some milli putty. First time I experimented with that stuff, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, good for like, I don't know. Definitely not the same as green stuff. Green stuff. A totally different way of sculpting. But anyway, worked well. It it hardened super super hard. So I almost made like another ball joint that could oh, wow. fit into the hole that I I made for it, and it turned out well. Like you can't tell now that i did it but it doesn't have the greatest pose in the world but it, it's not it looks fine yeah, it's it, not a poopy pose no not at all <laughs> it looks like it's standing like a warlord would stand yeah it's, it wasn't like marching forward it's gonna be my my more sit back shooty yeah. one and then my other warlord is gonna be the the one with a fist moon forward yeah. trying to get in your face um so yeah basically I'm almost done that warlord. I painted all the panels. Um, the only thing I need to do now is just wash the trim, and then again waiting on the Astrum um, transfer sheet to come out to go the next distance on all of the Titans. Yeah, don't overuse the these transfers, and the or you'll have to do what I did and like pull transfers. No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait until the new one comes out. So I'll probably just pick two of them up. Yeah. And just off the bat, because they'll probably sell out. The, um, and the things on the warlord, the like shield things. Okay. Leave those blank too. Yeah. 
because you will probably. Well, I'm, Astrum's got a whole bunch of background stuff because it's got all like the little rings of planets yeah. and like you, so there's some like little line things that you can put on but yeah, yeah i'm gonna i want to do weathering though that's the, the for this project it's i want to get into powders you'll probably be and, able to use the same powder on these guys as you're using on your alpha lesion yeah yeah so um i also um picked up the new reaver so built that um i've got started to do all the yellows and blues um but everything's built. I've magnetized. Um, super stoked on I've, on the new faces that you can get with the Reaver. Yeah, the spiky one. I like. Yeah, I knew you'd like the spiky. I li- I I like the plain one. That yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think it it it's dope. So uh, yeah, um, you know, just digging into Titan Death, uh, which we'll get into here in a minute. Um, I played a fifteen hundred point game with Ashton uh, last week. Got my teeth kicked and. Uh, like just I, I did I killed one night that's all I did so uh, but it was a really good game because he was he was good about you know teaching me things and suggesting making yeah. some suggestions just yeah those those warhounds man Whew. and the flamers they are they do work and one thing that I'll so I have been taking notes in my little trusty GW black book here um so yeah he's got he's built like a legio Audax. so he was taking the uh manipul where you, you've got venator. the venator yeah exactly the four warhounds and one reaver so when you drop if any of the warhounds drop um the shields of one of your your opponent's titans then the reaver gets a free shot so he you know equipped them super well but one thing that was just ridiculous is that he played the sabotage card now i sent john pictures as yeah. this was going I on because it was happening and then I it was just like full was on so basically the i should have brought the card in here but um it makes you uh you ha- an order yeah at any it says at any phase you basically remove the order of a titan that you're p- applying it to and then you roll an order dice to randomly pick a new order. But the weird thing is, is that there's a line at the end. It's the orders that they can do. So by, if you wait till the movement phase is done and they've moved, it will negate some of the orders that they can get. So the only, I had one of two choices that I could have got. And one of them was an emergency shutdown. So you emergency shut down my pristine warlord and and then you need to like re kick, like it shuts it right down. So you have to re kick the generator yeah. on and then re kick on shields. So basically, in two turns, he just like yeah, he just destroyed me. So I I got tabled, like I just got my ass handed to me. But it was a it was definitely a good game. And then we had a good chat about like some uh, some ideas about uh, about future events and stuff like that. I was really pushing him to try to start an event because we need more events here and you mm-hmm. we can't do them all nor do we want to so um anyway so then um moving on i also fa- think i found a scheme for my alpha legion bases um so i need to do i need to get a couple more paints before i can really push on it i need to get like a concrete kind of um um weathering powder 
that I'm going to try to yeah. use on them or like a kind of dust color. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of stuff like that, ABC, Shaver. Yeah, I just need to get down there. Yeah. Um, but I think I've, I've found it because it's going to be kind of a gray, um, a gray tone base that's a little bit muted. And then with my Alpha Legion guy on top that pops so much, it, I think it, it really it's is going to work well. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I've been working on the 30 K player pack for the Warriors weekend two, which hopefully will drop by the time this episode comes out. So you can check out the Facebook event for that. And then, uh, John and I played a 1500 point, uh, Titanicus game as well, which, uh, was a super awesome game. It it came down to, yeah, I got, uh, I got my shit pushed in, but I still somehow. Yeah, you I won, won, but, but I, I almost got, tabled you. And he, I, yeah, he had the moral victory. Yeah, I had to destroy his warlord, and just like the war, he has two warlords, a reaver, and then some Questorus knights. Yeah, and basically the Questorus knight was still on the table, wasn't it? No, it was dead. It it blew, was, it oh, it blew up, up with blew up the, when I blew up the warlord. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, it was uh, it, you know I. I could have tried to do table quarters, but I still would have. You still would have won, so I had to try to go after the warlord and came close, but didn't quite get it. Some really cool events happened in that, though. Um, One that my uh, war my warhound took out John's one warlord, which was awesome. So he's got to get some sort of mark on him, and then he also took out John's reaver as well. So. That one, oh, yeah, that did. one Warhound did was definitely the MVP of that game, and then John Sion took out uh, my Warlord uh, to win the game, which was pretty awesome. That just, was pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was a good loss. Night Lancer just like killing a Warlord was like surprising. He got a full twelve inch charge. Yeah, and got four it, attacks. Yeah. And AJ like moved away from him, and I was like, oh, I'll be out of range. And AJ measures it. He's like, no, he's actually going to still be in range. And I was like, oh. So now I get an extra attack when I charge you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, great. I should have just moved closer to you. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, it was one of those games that it was like, it was a good loss. Like, I was totally fine totally. with losing that. It wasn't like, oh, I got, you know. Yeah, and it, it was an interesting game because, like, we both sort of were talking about it. We're like, you know, I think we're like everyone else. Everyone else who's been playing Titanicus and us, I think probably we probably all mutually agree that the... Uh, the main mission, uh, what's it called again? Uh, engage or engage and destroy or whatever something it is. Like, that. like the main one, everyone knows it. It's the victory it's the kill points point are one. stupidly high for it, and it's just kind of like, you know, I I rolled it and I looked at AJ and I was like, I don't know if we should like play this because it is without a doubt the best one to uh, to the point where it's like broken. And I was like, I wanted to play it because it feeds into my Legio really well. It's very, like, Death's Head sort of yeah. thing. But it just doesn't work. Um, I think we might just end up house ruling it for less I don't know. We're going to have to – I think we're going to have to look at it might for, have to have, have for the, the event. Offers, yeah. Because, yeah, the, you can just end up getting so many more like points, points than you could ever it. get with any of the other missions. And it's, it's just a little bit imbalanced. But, but uh, other than that, yeah, so we actually both ended up with the same mission. And it was funny because it, it was advantageous to me because – AJ's stuff was all like outfitted for p- pretty close combat y, c- close range stuff. And so the mission was uh, f- 
uh, something for honor, but basically the mission point is like oh, I've got honor or glory. That's it. Honor, honor glory, and glory. Honor and glory. So the whole mission is like you're trying to destroy the uh, your opponent's um, most valuable titan, points wise. So he uh, had to kill Zester's sword, and then I had to kill uh, his 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 warlord. But his warlord was outfitted for close range, um, for the most part. So he had the advantage of my legio rules are very based around killing titans. Um, Death's heads want to be picking on vulnerable titans. That's kind of a big part of like you know their bonuses. Right. If you want to be picking on things like warhounds, you really want to be killing like you want to be shooting everything at Titans so that you can get those kills so you can start getting the re-rolls right. with your, you know, um, and with something like a Warlord, if you get that it's pretty good because it means you're getting, basically for every Titan you destroy, you're getting to re-roll a 1 for each weapon that you activate Yeah, um, which is pretty powerful uh, and then also so, so I had to focus on your Warlord so I wasn't really getting any of those bonuses, but you weren't really able to focus on my warlord because you were so freaking out of range of it. So it kind of ended up turning into like, you were dominating me on the table, but I was actually able to hurt your warlord. So in the end, I ended up, the only thing I actually managed to kill was your warlord and, yeah. and, and your knights. And in the end, all I had left was a warlord that was like, you know, it was pretty, pretty on, you know, it was, it was damaged. It wasn't very that damaged. Yeah, but it's like, it, with you doing the Myrmidon and running two of those, with those, uh, Warlords, like I have to deal with that close combat one that's coming forward, yeah. or he'll just, or you'll ruin me, right? So it's kind of a gamble of like I need to take that out. Then it's a gamble of what what I have to do with the reaver or not, and maybe I should have ignored that and just gone straight um, as soon as I took out your first warlord, going yeah. straight after the other one. But you know, it's still so far that's Flooring been the experience. best game I've played. I think sure. in terms of and I was rooting. Here's the thing: it could have gone either way. Um, if your warlord, which was in the orange, he basically had his, AJ had his warlord. Um, so okay, so we'll break it down a little bit more. So AJ, his list was what? What's the the maniple called again? Uh, Axiom. So he was playing the Axiom maniple. He had a, a warhound. Two ravers, yep. a warlord, and a knight, uh, knight banner of three knights. Yeah, of three knights. My list was a two warlords. It's a Myrmidon list. Two warlords and a reaver, and then two Sarasus uh, knight Sarasus knight lancers. And so my the the biggest I think the craziest thing for me that I actually played was uh, was actually the the right of or the uh, not the right of war but the uh, your. Tra your legion specific um, trait. Yeah, the trait. Uh, or so. So the uh, command command trait or command ability, whatever it's called. Uh, there's one for Mortis where all you can in the first turn you can play it. It's three points, and your entire army can move for free. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, your legio. So I played that, and then I played an outflanking uh, unit of Night Lancers. So, of course, the Lancers, I, I outflanked them right next to AJ's Warlord. His Warlord had to turn to face them, and in sort of desperation of trying to kill them because they're getting into a side arc, he got into the orange, 
yeah, they're firing as reactors. They're nasty. Like once I, it, I want to so get good. some of them because they're so effective and just outflanking them because it's just a distraction. Like totally. and it's and a distraction new, that you need to deal with. Yeah. Well, and they're like, in, I feel like in my in my list, they're like mandatory. They're the only thing oh, that totally. I have that yeah. is actually like, yeah. And that's why the the outflank is very valuable because I have nothing that has like that sort of mo- movement. You right. Know? So, um, yeah, I ended up getting into his arc, into his side arc. He had to turn to face me with this warlord, and his warlord kind of over sort of you know over uh, over devoted itself and got into the orange. He rolled on the on the table, rolled a five, and just shut his warlord just shut down. So well, it's like it, the shields dropped. The it shields didn't dropped. it didn't do a full shutdown, but okay. yeah, but the shields dropped. So that allowed my my uh, warlord that in the was back, in the back to be shooting it in the ass because it's focusing on these knights and now its shields have dropped entirely. It yeah, was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think is because you the the key factor there was that you did did the one shot that then seized the locomotive and made it turn to yeah. show the ass. <laughs> yeah, and then, so you're yeah. trying to turn back. Yeah. and it's like it was yeah. good though. It, you know, good. it was good. So um, one last thing, I forgot to mention this, and Tay, I don't even know if you saw this, but we got a podcast gift in the mail. Ooh, I did not know about this. Yes, so we got a gift from my boy Jay, my one of my heresy camp boyfriends, but we got ourselves <laughs> a golden toilet. Now, this is not only just, you know, it's not just a golden toilet, Tao, yeah. but... If you need to sharpen your pencil, <laughs> you just stick it in the back of the tank here, and then you lift up the tank to empty it. So good. But not only that, you can also lift up the toilet seat. So I think we need to, I think we need to make a little green stuff something and paint it up and and put it in this, <laughs> and then this will definitely live. Just a little, just a little tail in there. Yeah, I think I think I want to like I need to get like some double sided tape or something and stick it on the side of this of the soundboard. I think that's going to be the new home for it. So, Jay, thank you. Can't wait for you to come up in June, buddy. Um, Okay, so you want to talk a little bit more about Titan Death, or have we covered what we've talked about? Yeah, I think we could talk a little bit. We haven't really gotten into much of the sort of what we like about it and stuff. Well, yeah, I think the the big things, like, for me is just, like, now we've got Legios, you know. Way more than we, like, dude, I thought it was going to be three Legios. We we both got our Legios, which I think not. Oh, totally, but just, I I thought the the rulebook only having two was a little bit of a downside. Like, I would have liked to have seen at least, like, four. Or even three, like sure. you know. So, so now that got eight. yeah, now That's that we've so got, crazy. so we've got it. Was it eight or seven? It's eight. It's eight. So yeah. there's a there's ten, ten. legios now, ten. which really like I think we're gonna you're even you know the game the last game we played it adds so much more character. Like with my legio for the mm-hmm. first two turns, I can push my reactor, make two reactor rolls and take the worst one, but I get to move an additional two inches. Which is huge. So crazy. So very I can powerful. get. Uh, I'm very curious what all the Legion ones are like, but essentially, like how it's based around. I haven't really looked too much in like what the Titan Legions are, even their names or their histories. Well, you're you, I, yeah, you're gonna it, have to dive be, into it, buddy. You know, you, you'll look for the scheme, but you'll you'll 
you'll have a lot of choice on sort of the style you want to play. Like, if you're like, oh, this is the kind of Legio I want to play, you'll be able to pick. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, you can, if the the balancing act for people that don't take a Legio uh, or Legion trait is that they get two additional stratagem points. Yeah. So it, well, it's not even. It's actually. It's not if they don't pick it. It's if you're playing. If your opponent has a legio, oh, you get you get an additional two stratagem points. It's really smart. So if 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 so if Teo, if you were playing a generic legio with no rules, and I were playing legio mortis, you would get an Five. additional two stratagem points. If we were playing a fifteen hundred point game, you would have three stratagem points, and then you get an additional two. But because you don't have a legio, I would only get three. So that's their balance. It's a really, really smart. It's very smart. Um, yeah. Because it essentially outlaw like so. As a as an example, like my outflank ability with my knights, which was very powerful and resulted in AJ's warlord getting killed by a knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was two stratagem points. Yeah. So you basically got that for free for yeah, exactly. for me taking a uh, exactly. a legion trade. So yeah, to me, like having more of those is awesome. The campaign system to me i think is the jackpot of the book um i you know i'm not quite there yet to get into it but i think we very quickly will and that we can do a map based campaign is awesome so really need to get i like i've now packed all the tiles but it's going to be one of the first things that i do yeah, cool. is get a uh, proper um empire tiles going and yeah. so that we can use it for 30k so that we can use it for titanicus and really start doing a, a campaign system. I know Ashton is going to start one. You're going to get involved with that. Yeah. And I think, I'm not too sure, sure who else is, probably Jeremy. I don't know. I, as far as I know currently, it's just uh, me and Ashton versus uh, two other players, and there will be people who kind of pop in and out. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I'll be one of those pop in and out yeah. uh, players. I just can't commit to sure. every Sunday it's right cool, now. So we'll be able to have grudge matches and stuff because their Legios don't like each other. It's like, yeah. I, I love this stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm super excited. Those, I'd say, are the two big things for me. And yeah. just, I haven't really had an, enough to, well, I haven't put in the time to sit down and really read it and read more of the background, which I, I'm sure will be one of the highlights of the book for me once <laughs> I actually read it. But. It's pretty, uh, there's not a lot. No? No, it's not a black book. I'll say that. Um, well, I think we're going to... and it's cool, but it's not. It's knowing not some of the news that we got at the Weekender, I think because they're, they're holding that off for a future black book. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. So, um, yeah, those are my big things. Like, John, yeah. is there anything yeah, that you're uh, stoked on that... My... Honestly, my biggest thing was the Legios, by yeah. far. Like, to me, that was just, like, Well, that is exciting. the book. I that think is that and, like, the campaign really is totally. the book. And, and just the, the flavor of the, you know, like, uh, I, my Legio rules really didn't, didn't get to come into effect a lot in that game. But I imagine when they do come into effect, they'll be very satisfying, very cool. Um, I love the thematic sort of uh, differences between them. Um, they're, you know, Astrum is amazing. Uh you know, Death's Head seemed pretty good. Uh, there's there's a few Legios that really stand out. There, the, you know, there's the the uh, Cryos. I can't remember what they're called. The, uh, the okay. ones that fight with uh, the uh, Iron Warriors. Their fucking rules are crazy. Like they get a bunch. They get missiles that are just devoted to like leveling buildings. So their whole, oh crazy. Their whole focus is just destroying cover. And then they have oh their, cool. One of their Legio traits is 
that um, they're titans, or if they if they play Myrmidon, they can replace the Reaver with a third Warlord. Oh, I did hear about that <laughs> one. Like, yeah, I didn't so hear that crazy. special rule though about destroying cover. That's really yeah, they cool. Have missile, they have missiles that are basically strength eight, and I think they have. Um, uh, uh, I can't remember what the rule is, but essentially they blow up buildings real good. Well, that could be so one that, that tails. That's can... something me and you need to start playing, though. We with... have we haven't actually played with a building destroyer yeah. yet, so yeah, yeah. Um, Next game, that'll be for game yeah. five for sure. We'll, yeah. It'll be game five. We'll do it next us. game, yeah. And so yeah, the the, the Legios and just the uh, I really I. Part of it is not just the rules, it's just sort of like the establishing of like these are what the Legios are about, these are their schemes, like I like that stuff. Uh, they, they have the uh, the Legio, uh, I can't remember what they're called, they're like the protectors, something like that, but they're, they haven't had a scheme for like something like, I think like, I've read someone saying that they were waiting for this scheme for like 13 years. And, oh really? Yeah. And their, their scheme is freaking awesome. It, it it's uh, black with uh, black panels, white panels, and then there's uh, like sort of like the odd green stripe, and the green stripe is only ever in contact with the white, but it looks really striking. It's very nice. Cool. Um, yeah, and so it's just cool to see like these these schemes sort of yeah giving out giving people happen. more ideas and yeah, we'll totally. just see more flavor coming out. Yeah, flavor, flavor. Sweet. Okay. Well, I think um, we'll end our little hobby shame segment here and come back and talk about the weekender everyone is talking about it and welcome back uh i hope you enjoyed that prolonged talk about Titan Death. <laughs> yeah. uh, we what are can not we say? We're very excited about it. They're very, they're very excited about some Titanicus, which is fine. It's it's a nice palate cleanser within the heresy realm of itself. Yeah, I think uh, I think I I needed like a bit of a palate cleanser, and now with all of this news on the weekender, I think I'm very much going to be getting jacked on 30k again oh, yeah. so oh yeah. oh yeah totally i don't think anyone's gonna so most of the weekend i was actually busy packing the house and like i actually woke up saturday morning at like three o'clock in the morning and instantly rolled over in bed and looked through at the first post and yeah, then basically i i you know didn't look until the end of the weekend so john you were like in the thick of things yeah, and posting like crazy so uh, why don't you uh, lead this? Uh, the one, uh, actually, one thing I will say before we really get into this, uh, Geno52 podcast just put out um, uh, an episode on Monday, had uh, one of their buddies that was at the event and went, did like a really detailed run through of the thing. So I would suggest checking them out. And also uh, Age of Darkness, JP and Miles were there. So I'm sure they're going to do a detailed rundown we're just gonna kind of that's what we're kind of we're gonna just give our thoughts on some of the cool stuff because you guys all heard of it so john as you so i'm gonna be basically going through because the the best one that i've read the best uh sort of like breakdown of the of the stuff that i've read is uh the age of darkness stuff that jp and uh mark did 
and I'm not going to read through it in depth. Uh, if you really want to go go into it, uh, you can go check out their Facebook page. Um, I'm just going to kind of give a, give the, the, the basic talking points, and then we'll go into more detail with the stuff that we're really excited about or interested in. Oh, yeah. So the first thing is that um, the elephant in the room at the event, uh, at, the, at the weekender, is that malevolence was not for sale. Um, the reason for this is because there is a boat somewhere between uh, China and the UK that has uh, a. Well, they don't know. They don't even know if it's it with. Well, yeah, that's been the rumor. But there's a container on a boat somewhere. I'm pretty sure that that, that is. What they it said was. it could be in in like customs or like yeah. who knows whatever. It wasn't there, but people that were there could pre-order it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they can pre-order it. They're gonna get it a week before other people. Uh, that's kind of like the vague. They, uh, the the word was that I think they're looking uh, for March is what most people were saying at the event was when when we can expect the book is March. So, yeah, um, doesn't affect me. <laughs> like uh, that would that would have sucked if I had gone there. I you know I definitely would have been. Super. Well, it does affect you because it be the book would have been up for pre-order a week after the weekend. Yeah, but I'm moving, so yeah, now I can enough. actually get it delivered to my house it's instead true. of getting fair it enough. delivered to your house. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, so I'm just gonna be selfish. On it that. was intended to be released to the weekender, but it is stuck in customs, so it wasn't there. But whatever, no, no big deal. Um, so there were only two copies available at the weekender. Uh, people who were uh, elbowing their way to the front got to take a look at them, and got to some people got to take some pretty you know good ganders and figure things out. So uh, yeah, so the book has blood angels in it. We all know that um, it covers the Cygnus Prime uh, campaign. Um, the the book overall has blood angels, white scars, uh, demons. But this is where it gets crazy. So not everyone who listens to this podcast is on Facebook, and not everyone who listens to this podcast is actually up to date on this. So that's tr- yeah. So that's true. for people who actually don't know this, this is going to be pretty crazy. <laughs> um, so the book has three major factions in it, but not only does it have three major factions in it, it also has a complete redo of Custodes. Of the, the whole, no, no, the whole, t- and the Talons, I think, as well. I think no, it's, the, the, no, it's not. They're not, they're just Custodes. Okay. So, Custodes are in it. They have added units. Um, they've added a second uh, dropship to the Osiren, which is, a, or uh, whatever it's called. The, yeah, I think oh, it's I didn't Osiren. hear about that. It's a gunship version of it that doesn't have a transport capacity. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Uh, it has um, the new jump Jump infantry yeah. for Custodes. The Teo, the Teo lookalikes. I, I, did anyone see those memes of the yeah. people putting, <laughs> yeah, putting the heads of the Flash like Gordon guys on them? And yeah. I'm just like, holy shit, Teo. it's fucking Teo. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to find some head swaps that are like Teo head swaps. I don't know if we can scan your face and 3D print your head. But I I would like to make flying Teo custodes. Yeah, the, the, the model Gordon's alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's one thing. Uh, the second thing would be uh, the, so the Blood Angels are getting four individual units, which is crazy. Um, they are getting uh, 
two characters. They're getting Rauderon and they're getting uh, a Sanguinius. destroyer character, and then the oh. big one. Yeah, I think I believe it's a destroyer character. It's some it's just some somehow related to destroyers in some way. Okay. And uh, they're getting Sanguinius, obviously. So I'll, I'll get. Here's the thing. I'm not going to talk about the Primarchs yet. I'll get into the Primarchs at the end because okay. the Primarchs are their own thing. So and and I want. I'll get into detail. Okay. That. So <laughs> um, very cool. So they have a destroyer unit. Uh, they're using the destroyer unit as a way to test destroyers. Um, they're basically Legion destroyers uh, with bulkite pistols. And they can take, um, in place of their Volkite pistols that they want, every single one of them can either take an assault cannon with suspenser webs. Whoa. Well, actually, it's not, it's not bad. It's a rotary cannon. Or they can ch- exchange that for a assault cannon with suspenser <laughs> webs. So a 12-inch range assault cannon. Whoa. Uh, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they also, I believe, have psycho grenades and, and a bunch of other crazy shit. Uh, they have their Legion Terminators. Um, I do not remember the name of them, but they have their, they have their special Terminators. Uh, they are... Paladins. Paladins, that's it. So my understanding is that they're a squad size of between three to five. Um, and these are really interesting because they're... They're one of the first examples of the of the new writing team's style coming out in a unique way where you're seeing rules that are, like, unique and intelligent. And um, I think... I think that we're going to see more balance in these books than, than book seven. Um, these rules seem more well thought out. So... Their rules are essentially... I don't know if they're weapon skill 5. I'm assuming they are, and no one's actually specifically stated that. But I'd, I assume I'd they're, be shocked if they were I weren't. assume they're weapon skill 5 Terminators. Uh, they have a sergeant who is a two, he has two wounds. Um, oh, they're only one wound. They're, they're one wound, yeah. Oh. So this is where they get kind of crazy. So they're 3 to 5 models. Uh, they come with... I believe they come with power swords... But then they can upgrade the swords to a different sword, which is uh, strength as user, AP3, uh, rending, and uh, sunder. Okay. So they can upgrade to that. And then the squad leader can, of course, take a blade of perdition, which is obviously insane. Yeah, which they... Clarified too, which they clarified and they fixed. Yeah, uh, the Legion which is which is how I interpreted. That's in how the everyone place. interpreted it. Who yeah. was a normal? Who was like a non piece of shit person? Real, <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, uh, that is another thing. And then uh, they can also take. Um, I believe up to two of them can take uh, power fists. So here's the other thing: they come with um, these shields. I can't remember the name of the shields, but this is where the rules get really interesting. So. They have a special rule where in combat they have uh, a 5 plus feel no pain. Okay. And when they're outnumbered, they have a 4 plus feel no pain. So that sounds pretty good, right? That's pretty awesome. Oh, well, what about when you're fighting other Terminator Death Stars? It fucking doesn't matter. They're just going to get punked out. Well, they have these shields. And these shields don't add plus one to their invulnerable. These shields take off one's strength from the attacks that are coming in at them, which means that when they're fighting other Terminators, they're only strength seven, so they're not getting doubled out. So instead of having a three up and vulnerable, these guys have four it, four ups. They have four four up and a four up, so they actually have technically better than a three up and vulnerable. 
Yeah. These, these will be very good. I don't know what the points are going to be, but I uh. but I can tell you already these will be a good unit because the fact the uh, the fact alone that they start at three man is really really. Because uh, you can put in a land raider with a character exactly. finally, exactly, or or a drag claw, exactly. Yeah. So these are really cool. Uh, the I think these you're going to see a lot of them. Um, and then the other, this is the fucking craziest thing. Uh, they have a dreadnought, yes. a contender oh, dreadnought with a <laughs> with a booster pack on the back. Well, it's, yeah, it's like it's either it can give it either deep strike, either deep strike, or it can three d six, yeah, or move twelve inches, and it can only do it once <laughs> because it's only got enough fuel for for doing it once. But that's so that is like awesome. Yeah, that's and super claws dope. of perdition. Claws yeah. of perdition. So yeah, um, <laughs> it, they can replace these with a power fist if they want. But imagine you're fighting a contemptor and it has two blades of perdition. Yeah, it's so I'm just I'm just imagining one of those contemptors running into a unit of Castlex. Oh god! Oh god! Yeah, <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah so very, very good, very cool. Um, so then we move on to the uh, White Scars. So White Scars are interesting uh, people. Teo is, very, is cool. very excited. So their, their Legion rules are remaining largely the same. Um, we don't know a ton about the White Scars. The most that we know is that they have a character. Uh, what, what's his name again? He is he's a he's he's, he's, the, first, he's the the Lord X I Q or yeah Q I N X I U. Is this the he's librarian? The no, he's no. Uh, oh. he, he's a terminator. The first, he's the first company captain. Yeah, so okay. this guy is a badass. So he's he, I believe, he's so good. He, he's two hundred and ten points, I believe. He's a super like jacked up like weapon skill six, ballistic skill five, strength four, toughness four, wounds four, attacks five, leadership ten, save two plus four plus. Uh, he has two blades which are AP two, oh. uh, like they're hitting at <laughs> initiative. Initiative AP two. Yeah, exactly. He's hitting like a brick shit house. <laughs> and then on top of that, he has a rule where he can basically purchase himself a unique command squad of terminators and they will represent the uh I, what are they those the, your the terminators Kishin guard yeah the Kishin. so okay. essentially a command squad that has it sounds like it's probably just going to be their halberds right it's they all get the power glaives exactly. so they can right. all have plus one strength ap2 yeah. initiative weapons They're, gross yeah yeah well that and, and just go, back backpedaling a little bit to uh the blood angels it's a similar thing with like the sanguinary guard right a lot of people were like whoa they're not getting sanguinary guard but There's they said in, like yeah. yeah you can do a command squad and oh like, i actually missed sorry so i want to go back to the blood angels for a minute because i actually missed they have a second unit that i forgot about so they have one more unit it's actually i can't Just, remember what they're called but they are a jump infantry squad and the thing that's weird to me is that these guys basically sound like sanguinary guard Okay. Um, they're just, they're literally artificer armor jump pack guys with, with power swords, with power swords. Uh, I think they're sounds like, uh, the ultramarine one. So it. that's actually what it is, is Robut saw those and was like, I could do that. Really? Okay. No, just like he did with the tyrant seat terminators. He's like, I could do that. And they made it small Montaris. Gotcha. But yeah, so I don't, I don't see any like, like 
you'll be able to make sanguinary guard of those guys. Okay. Oh yeah. They're basically the same thing. Well, we haven't seen models for them, right? So no, I just mean, but rules wise, their weapon skill oh, right. five wearing artificer armor in jump pack, the jump pack guys. It's so like who looks like they would look like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, depending on what they look like though, like if you wanted to do, I, someone brought up the question about them and I think they said like you could make a command squad that was, more of that. yeah that's what they were kind of going for, for yeah for sure so it's yeah i think it'll be doable so you know the command squad they'll be able to get their uh, blade of perdition like you'll be able to make them so there's that uh so back to white scars uh i don't oh they have a unique jet bike which yeah yeah can i talk crazy. about these yeah yeah yeah, yeah this is you. okay <laughs> so in the white scars fluff they have these uh, different jet bikes that the other legions ha- don't have, which are literally made for ship-to-ship boarding through space. Sick. <laughs> and they have these, like, essentially plasma cannons on them that are meant to take off, like, important pieces on big ships, like sensor arrays and things like that. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. And so they're, like, faster and more durable versions of a jet bike. Yeah. Yeah. Are they getting their own jet bikes too? Yeah. Are they? Because they That's also because they have uh, they have spe- their own speeders too. Those speeders yeah. are so, look so, so cool. Good. Yeah. They, they and and they're basically supposed to be like the tank option. Not to say that the white scars don't have tanks, but this is more of what they use in their high, like highly high mobility, speed. high speed yeah. forces, yeah. right? So. You know, if you did an all jet bike or bike army and uh, tail, <laughs> yeah. definitely having having some of those things in them are super cool. And that they're modeled with Mark II as well. Just, like, I think part of me like just would if I did a White Squares Force, and not that that's happening because I can't take on any more projects. But it, like, just doing Mark II as much as possible would be, I think, key for me. Mm. But. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. No, they look great. And I like, so I remember there were, sorry, John, I just don't take take over, but I'm just really excited about White Scars if you don't mind. Um, There was like, uh, there was the post about the Dreadnoughts, and I I said, I was like, oh, well, they don't like Dreadnoughts. But I was like looking more into it and was reading this kind of fluff stuff. And it was that they do have Dreadnoughts. It's just if a Dreadnought shows up to a battle, they're superstitious and believe it's an Bad ill omen. omen yeah. yeah. Well, because they're protect, so they they're protectors of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of, so the, the, of the lore of their like history and they're protect they're just protectors of of, the, of of keeps and stuff that stationary buildings yeah, essentially. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, so okay. like of things of importance. So pretty much, if you board a white scar ship, you're not fighting marines; you're just fighting dreadnoughts. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the other interesting thing is is that um, the dreadnoughts, because I, I I think that they're still rare, but they're stu- yeah, they are. But th- the other thing that's interesting is that a lot of the dreadnoughts, if not well, I would assume that mo- more more dreadnoughts than not would be Terran. Because actually, lo- that's the thing is like when the Khan got his legion, it was so undermanned. Oh, like, right. They were just not like a, none. Yeah, like yeah. he there was a company of Marines that was just 30 dudes. Yeah, that's right. Like that's so crazy. <laughs> so, like 90% of the entire White Scars Legion is all Shogoran. Right. That's crazy. They have well, the they, highest No, well, of, weren't they still recruiting from Earth though? Isn't that like in Scars they're still recruiting 
from Earth to send to the White Squares because they were so depleted, right? I think so unless, yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I, so they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but when, when by the time like they start finding the Alpha Legion and everything right. like that, yeah, yeah. it's like ninety yeah. percent Shakoran. That's why they're so like the you could actually the in the in the lore and the describing the people that are Terran born and stuff of like that uh, don't have like the Fu Manchus and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They don't and they generally don't have a top knot. They're usually just bald. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Because they don't have it. It's not in their culture. It's not like. Um. I also want to interject really quick and say that the uh, Dreadnought models were shown for them. And yeah, they, they were look really um, nice. They look yeah. so nice, The Contemptor yeah. particularly looks amazing. Yeah. And then they yeah. showed their two characters and the the uh, Cataphaki. Oh. Which is the funniest patterned armor to put on a White is, Scars Terminator. Looking at the model, I'm like, well, I guess the model is so nice. I'm like, well... It's a it's a weird choice to be a cataphracty, and it definitely fucks them over for the Kashig, But damn, that model looks good. Is it? Is, I th- are these the the guys that we just saw the render for? No, no, they yeah, they got them painted. Had, and oh, it's a guy, and he has like a he has his arm the cyber oh, on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the Praetors. Gotcha. But, see, uh, but the Praetor running, like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm chopping his torso off and putting it on a bike guy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> just like the guy who's, like, not holding his bike. He's just, like, steering with his knees. Well, go that's through. literally in the White Scars books. They do that all the time. <laughs> Sweet. They have, like, locks on their, like, motors to, like, essentially speed control. Yeah. It's, it's just a brick. Yeah, just break. <laughs> just put a brick down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, is there any anything else about white scars you? Uh, yeah. So like, um, not Primark yet. No, not Primark yet. Just just reading like they got the the white scars uh, unit coming out, um, and I think uh, something that's going to like really bad. Like they went into a lot more depth about them, which I think in the lore, which is really cool. Like talking about how there was a massively undermanned expeditionary pioneer for a pioneer force that when the Khan got it, which I thought was really cool to state that. And then obviously the dreadnoughts was cool, like giving them the reason why they would even have dreadnoughts. It's nice to lo- get them now too, because like, yeah, you don't want to not have dreadnoughts for for. It's such an iconic aspect of exactly of and like the looking hobby at them, right? You're like, legions. oh, like you see them, you're like, well, of course I want a justification for them because they look so fucking good. Like, yeah. And so I thought it was really cool that they tied into the lore of like they're not like bad and they not it's not that they don't have them. They just they don't like them in their actual battlefields, so they're literally a defense force. Well I think they so, also don't want to be interred in them. That's not that's not like the, that's a no. thing that they like I I don't think most white scars want to be put into a dreadnought. No, they one hundred percent don't want to. It's it's like a fate worse than death to them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Very cool. And I I, th- I think another Cool thing to mention too is the um, campaign that's coming out, the Chondax campaign between yeah. Alpha Legion and White Scars, and that it's smaller geared scale. towards like smaller scale yeah. games. Sinclair's yeah, apparently it was rumored like maybe like a thousand to fifteen hundred points is your average game size. Yeah. yeah, very good. So it could be like, uh, well, I guess book three is even smaller, yeah. right? That's really really small forces, but um, but I think it'd be really cool because I think because like Centurion rules are fan made. Yeah, yep. by so I wouldn't Tim doubt and that, Tim and Michael. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that they used that as a basis 
for the Chondax campaign. So. That's what I was thinking, too. It'd, yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be, a, it'd be, really it'd nice be an amazing thing versions. for Tim and Michael. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it'd be great for everyone running events because they'd be like, well, I don't have to run this like fan-made thing anymore. Like, now there's yeah. official Well, rules. depending on what it is. Yeah, for if, sure. I'm saying if it, if it, if it were an, if it were a you know they have more they have more resources than, than us there and their game designers like they yep. should be able to come up with better rules than we can yeah. by you know like so yeah very cool um but yeah so i think the so the uh, the last sort of uh new faction that was mentioned yes uh, or or is in the <laughs> we were talking about the the demons mm. of the runestorm so these are pretty crazy so the this, the impression that I get from reading all this, all the stuff that I've written is that that this is the biggest edition in the book. Yeah. Um, they basically are a gen- so if you look at them as a generic list, they will have. Um, I can't. I don't know how many units it, how many units it is, but essentially they will have lesser demons, greater demons. Uh, uh, demonic beasts or sort of cavalry. Yep. Uh, demon princes. Yep. And greater demons. And yeah, lesser demons, greater demons, yep. demon princes. Uh, they will have it. demon uh, lords of the runestorm. So these are characters like uh, the Carb or like whatever that guy's name. Samus and Samus. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So Samus, that that big that big bloaty guy, uh, the keeper of secrets in. The, uh, that was in the Cygnus Cygnus time. campaign, yeah. And then the obviously the massive bloodthirster right. that is going to fight Sanguinius. <laughs> so, very cool. Uh, they will. These sound insane. So, there's so much stuff to get into here. So I think the first thing every, to say off the bat is no mention of Nurgle, Korn, Zinch or Slanesh. Yeah, I like that a lot. So, well, that's the thing is, I was thinking about that uh, the other day, like when they were all releasing, and someone's like, "Well, why did they just call them that?" I was like, "Because you got to remember, the technically the game is all from the the entire is all from the perspective of the Imperium. Yeah. yeah, they don't know what chaos, corn, Slanesh, Nurgle is. It's also thematically way cooler. So, yeah, when you when you look at demons and you give them these names and you have these like sort of like very defined roles that they fit in it's stupid because like 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 i've never even liked the concept of just like oh there's corn demons and they come in this four different corn demons it's like these things are supposed to truly be random they're supposed to be chaotic Mm -hmm. these are literally supposed to be apparitions of like raw emotion that's literally what demons are exactly so you're going to have certain templates for them but the way that they're written in the book is essentially you're going to have these generic um demons but then you're going to be able to add rules to them based on based on what they are so that might be you shoot flames from your mouth it might be giving them rending it might be increasing their initiative or it might be increasing their armor save well first you're you you get to no pain you get to choose from my understanding there are six kind of yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. So like there, discipline, so you, you can well. choose like a lesser demon, and it's going to be one of these, you know, six. Now we know four well, for no, sure. So that, that's that's not that's the that's that's even before that. So there is a. I was going to get into that. Um, that's sort of like the meat, but I'm just sort of starting at the army list uh, portion. So you have these generic demons. You can modify them in certain ways. But before that, 
there is essentially an equivalent to rights of war or to legion rules, and that those are called dominions. This is where it gets really crazy. So demons will be able to choose from six different dominions. Four of them will represent gods, and then two of them, it's sort of, it's sort of unknown. But basically, these, these dominions will... Uh, they will give rule. They're, they're very similar. In my understanding is they're very similar to the uh, the militia rules, where they will give uh, army wide bonuses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Based on what the dominion is, right. so you might have a corn army, you might have a Nurgle army, like whatever, or you might have a undivided army that's one of these other two dominions and plays in a certain way. But this is where it gets really crazy. Demons are going to be nuts. So not only this. Demons also deploy completely differently than every single other army. They deploy out of three portals that can basically infiltrate. And, um, yeah, so they can infiltrate up in these five-inch bubbles. And they can't assault the first turn that they come in. But they can come out of these freaking bubbles. It's crazy. Um, and the other thing yeah, it's, it's is... Like I'm imagining, like because um, they talk about the books and stuff, like this little warp rift opens and they just come pouring exactly. out, they're tearing out of the warp, yeah. And exactly. then the, and then the warps things like disappear because they're like randomly popping up everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. very fluffy for and sure. So on top of that, they are the the sort of like final part of them that that we've heard basically is that they there's a general rule for runestorm demons. So there's going to be some charts sort of similar to the 40 K sort of thing. I think it's rolled at the beginning of the game. Um, there's or like some random charts that sort of affect demons, like whatever. Uh, there's also going to be like, they, they're not fearless. Um, they take a leadership test and then if they fail it, they roll on a chart and most of the things are negative. It usually results in them lo- uh, losing more models uh, than, than they did. And then they have a blanket rule, which is this is kind of the craziest thing, is that Runestorm, basically them being Runestorm demons, gives them a blanket rule that when they come out of the warp, they're stronger, and then when they around the end of the game, they're weaker. So for the first two turns, they're plus one strength and toughness, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And so it's like a massive alpha strike army. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then the, and then they're you know middle two turns they're uh, normal, and then the last two turns they're, they're minus one strength and minus right. one toughness. Yeah. So which that's is like really the, cool. the effects of the warp getting weaker. And, very cool. Yeah, it's very, very thematic. thematic. So and, and on that note, sorry, um, it looked like all the legions are going to get things to help deal with psychers and demons more, yeah, like so grenades and things like that. They're, they're the one, the one, the craziest thing. So we're getting relics. We're getting these essentially these new relics, and how these were put in place. The the sort of like the. The, the point of these initially was after book seven and they realized how, how overpowered psychers are in 30 K specifically with a uh, thousand sons and how insane they were. They came up with an idea for creating these relics that you could add to units that would counter these psychers. Well, I don't know how many of them are, there are, but I've heard there's a lot, uh, or, or at least a fair few of them. Um, they apparently have like downsides to them similar to like psychic powers like there's risks to using them okay but the craziest one that I read about is a an upgrade for a paragon blade that costs 25 oh points yeah that give, makes it plus two strength and inflict instant death on demons and psychers which is and AP1 and AP1 yeah yeah <laughs> so super That's crazy. crazy it's a 55 point sword like suddenly yeah so we've got that uh, the next thing in line that we found out, which is super crazy, we're getting five new consoles. 
we have basically two psychic consoles. We have an we have a destroyer console. Sorry, actually, I think it's one psychic console. We're not too sure. Essentially, it's, a demonology guy. Yeah. We have a which uh, any destroyer, legion can take. Which any yeah any legion can yeah. take generic consoles. Yeah. And then we have a destroyer guy who is essentially a dude who comes down. He can he can kill. He's a psyker hunter, so he's essentially like a a legion equivalent to Sisters of Silence, which is really awesome. Is really like something that legions needed, and I think it's I think it's really cool thematic. Yeah, well, because they have like that. They can allow, it looks like it's going to allow a destroyer to take these psycho grenades. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be another thing. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're getting that. Uh, we're also getting a Dreadnought console. We don't yeah. know a lot of specifics about that. I'm personally very excited about that. <laughs> no, really? Uh, yeah, as, as I saw that, I was just yeah. like, oh boy, John, yeah. it's going to be all over this. John's buying six more Dreadnoughts. <laughs> yeah, so I my my understanding is that it actually allows this guy to join a Dreadnought Talon. So however that ends up working, my, my sort of uh, assumption is that it's going to be played like a squad dread, of dreadnoughts, like a squadron, yeah, and they'll probably well, kind of like, a, like a, the Pravian, like a Pravian, yeah, like, and the, and the the dreadnoughts will get some kind of bonus yeah. rule, like so very cool. cool. So playing like a talent of three dreadnoughts that are suddenly all jacked up, very neat. I wonder if they, oh, they'll have special rules like the Pravian too. That like we that, also, I heard on the Geno Five Two in one of the seminars um, that they're also revamping the Pravian rules. So now all of the legions will have specific special rules that are a little bit more balanced. That sounds awesome. Um, so we'll see if Very that actually is yeah. is the case. But yeah, it's, um, I think, and there's the armorer. Is yeah, the so other. there's the armorer. He, is a, he basically just gives master crafted to heavy weapons and stuff like that. Very cool. Like, <laughs> so And then gross. the last one, which I'm actually really excited about too, because I think thematically this is very cool. Okay. It's a character that is halfway between a centurion and a praetor the so warmonger yeah so he's basically a a like he, he he's a he's a uh a minor captain it will be yeah it'll be interesting how they balance that between like because they it's supposedly based on he's more based on combat so how he'll be will he be kind of like a delegatus slash champion Kind of yeah, thing, and that's or? what I'm wondering too. It'll be yeah, like how be, they uh, how, do you how they make the that champion? unique. My guess is that he's know. just he's not going to get like a higher weapons going or anything like that. My guess is more attacks mm. and access to more gear. Yeah. yeah, 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 that could be. Yeah, I think my or, guess or is maybe get rage or something or give a unit with him like counterattack. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm kind of thinking that he'll probably just be like a. He'll probably he'll probably be the combination between a delegatus and a champion is my thought. He'll probably just be like we he allows you to to access to a right of war, and he has slightly improved stats. So maybe maybe he has extra attack, an extra initiative, or extra weapon skill or whatever. And he's just somewhere part you know. Right. He's not a hundred points base. He's whatever you know. So yeah, very cool. Um, and then. We got some new, some very, very, very general news on on book nine. Um, sort of, we know that dark mechanicum are coming. We know that there's going to be some night lords. We know that there's going to be um, uh, uh, what do you call dark it? Dark mechanicum. Dark, yeah, dark mechanicum night lords. Yeah, and uh, what's the third one? Oh, dark and, angels. Uh, dark angels. Yeah. So dark angels are currently being play tested. They sound really cool. They're going to be pretty unique. Um, I won't go super into that because we just don't know that much about them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the so one of the the last things here is uh, so we now know 
we basically know Sanguinis's rules, and we we know uh, some some things some of the con. Things of so the con. I'll go with the con first, just because we know less about him. Uh, his base points cost is three hundred and eighty, which I find I'm not surprised by. I expected him to be sort of one of the more like lower, lower, end. lower sort of not you know not low end, but maybe a little more niche Primarchs yeah, because okay. of his role. Yeah. But then he could take a bike, which is 65 points, which brings him up until... The it was, I was talking to some people about that, and they're like, it's not going to be that gross. It's like, no, no, no. You don't realize how much scarier that actually is if he's on a jet bike. <laughs> well, Suddenly yeah, he doesn't I care about I, terrain. He's got plus one toughness. I find it interesting like, because it's, it's going to be scary, but it's also going to be one of those things where the unit that he's with... Mm-hmm. Is not an assault unit. You got to remember that, right? Like, yeah. And it also depends on we, you know, we're, it might not just be the way that we think of adding characters to a regular jet bike now, right? They they totally could well, change so the way that he's getting. It's essentially plus one toughness and minus one initiative. Okay. The thing. So so the con, we don't know all his stats, but uh, it doesn't matter sure about his initiative. Really, skill, <laughs> yeah. Supposed to be weapon skill uh, seven. And sort of normal stats other than that. I know he has a two-up save. He has a five-up in vulnerable. He has a three-up in combat. Um, but the big thing about him is he's initiative eight, so he's the only guy who's matching Fulgrim. And the first round of combat, he always attacks first, which is Regardless crazy. of being charged or charging. Yeah, yeah totally. that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so him, pretty cool. Now let's get to the real meat, which is fucking Sanguinius, who is a goddamn monster. So Sanguinius is 485 fucking points. So they've done an excellent job of making you realize why he is the one that Horace was worried about. This guy (laughs) is a fucking monster. So basically he's a jump infantry. So... Everyone here probably knows how powerful Lehman Russ is. Basically, Sanguinius is Lehman Russ stats, which is exactly what I expected. But on the charge, he's plus one initiative. Uh, he has a strength 10 hammer of wrath. Whoa. And AP2. Uh, yeah. And then he has two choices of weapons. So the first one is the sword that he used at Cygnus Prime, which is plus one strength. AP2, obviously. Uh, I believe it's Shred, and I think I think it might be Murder Strike as well. Um, and it gives him fucking Rampage. So, this guy on the charge is hitting so hard. On the charge, this guy is getting up to basically, if you include the Hammer of Wrath, he's getting up to 11 attacks. Angron levels. Angron levels exactly. This guy is a monster. He is scary as hell. Um, <laughs> he he can also vector strike, do all those other yeah. stuff. He makes their jump infantry units troops. troops. Um, and then the other one is the spear. So the spear is crazy. It's plus three strength, AP one, I believe. And, yeah. And I I've got AP one. I think yeah yeah. And, I, and I've I've read some mixed stuff, but I, I my understanding is I believe it's supposed to be instant death. So. <laughs> Is it a one use demons. only? No, he can no. throw it or he can use it in combat. So, but if he throws it, he just he's he probably got comes back. Unlimited. He's like a he's boomerang. A or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's got little wings too. I don't know. Like, so how do you guys <laughs> feel about like I, personally like the Sanguinius model? The oh. first time I saw it, I was like, that looks really nice. But I was like a little bit like, eh. 
You know, it was like not 100 percent. Again, it's like the four year old being a dumbass and just being bad at taking pictures. Well, they took one angle and then. Yeah. So it's like the worst angle you could take of that model. With the, when you when I saw him at multiple angles with the freaking spear, he's now Ooh. he looks incredible. He me. looks incredible. He looks and the base that is extra, but that's fine because it's massive a demon with killing a demon prince like yeah. that is just so. Yeah. So Very amazing. Cool. He also, do you guys see that he looks like Bill Nye, the unpainted yeah. version? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, in that one picture. I, I, I think that one picture, for whatever reason, really. Bill Nye, like the more. angel guy. Yeah. Bill, Bill, He's Bill, a lot prettier Bill, than Bill, Bill Nye. But, but, but yeah, very, very, very happy with him. Yeah, he's so pretty cool. amazing. I think there's a lot of Blood Angel people out there just weeping little blood tears and. Yeah. And I can't uh, wait and to and see what a, Miles produces. Totally. Oh my god! As a Sons of Horus player, who's been waiting a long time for Blood Angels to come out because, like, they're like I think like the sort of biggest rival. You know, it would be like if you were Iron Warriors and you were waiting for Imperial Festival, right? Where you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I get to have my rivalry. Right. I get my rivalry now, and it doesn't disappoint because Sanguinius is like scary. He's up there with Horus. Yeah. Him and Russ and Horus are now the big the big Kahuna's. They um, are in terms of challenge primarchs, very scary. So really cool. Uh, I think so. The other, so there's a, cu- a couple, just a few more things here. So after the books, of thirty k before we get of, to thirty k. So Titanic. <laughs> uh, we got, we we have all this stuff coming in the book. Next thing, huge errata is coming out. We're getting an errata. Um, something that was that was announced is that Forge World is no longer doing 40k rules this is this is huge yeah this means that the two rules writers who've been working on 30k and been splitting their time between 30k and 40k now these guys will actually have time to work exclusively on 30k this this means that we will be getting books basically twice as fast let's hope so yeah i they said they said they they would like to have the next book book nine out by next week weekender which that would be awesome i i really hope that my that understanding happens. is it's like half written so i i wouldn't put it past them but hopefully you know i their track records have been bad but i just <laughs> yeah, the thing is they're is not good so they, yeah. everyone who asked them about this at the weekender they were very like like they they were and it's conjecture but everyone who asked them about this on the weekender seemed said that they seemed confident they were like that their their attitude seemed confident that it would be out um, so Chud, we're calling you out. Weekender <laughs> next year. What Chud yeah. going to the Weekender for the no, Dark Angels? No, no, no. no. He just needs joining to the Heresy Life yeah, because he all his boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chud, the Lion is being play tested right now, and he's gonna, uh, he's going to be if so. The the four big boy Primarchs are going to be Horus, the Lion, Sanguinius, and Russ, and the Lion is going to be up there. He's going to be a monster. Yeah, so. and you could be one of those big boys, Chud. Exactly, you could, you could be a big boy with us. Yeah. You could be a big boy lion. Yeah. Now, right now, back, back right to now the rest, you're just a simple. Rest of the audience now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're getting that. So we're getting this errata, and so basically they've announced a few things. So um, there are going to be a legion units that are that are um, updated. Okay. So Teo Teo's got a Teo's got a bounce, but um, Teo will 
is there anything else that you want to quickly get in before you, uh, you have to no, I think we talked about all of the heresy stuff and I think less is just Titanicus stuff mainly there's going to be a lot of Titanicus stuff yeah, yeah. yeah so. which I know nothing about so that works out perfect <laughs> okay well uh, we yeah. put the girls to, to bed and we will uh, we will talk soon bye Bye. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, leading into this errata. So yeah. the things they've sort of talked about is older units that are underperforming. Um, I don't want to get my hopes up too much because my impression is that they want to uh, wait. They want to do a lot. Of, they, they don't want to be changing all the rules of the ratas. They'd like to be having a lot of the rules changes in the actual books. Yeah. But my understanding is that they're looking at things like Palantine Blades. Um, they'll be the, ob- the destroyers, destroyers have already been talked about. Yeah. They're going to be 115 points now. And then uh, the what were they originally? Uh, it doesn't matter. It, but think, a lot. I think they were. Jeremy broke it down, and it was it was crazy. It's okay. a big difference. They're they're almost half. They're going to be almost half the cost. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. Like, yeah. Very yeah. So destroyer is getting buffed up. Destroyer is going to be crazy now. It's so I, I'm I'm I think the way that they're looking at this is just beta rules, um, and then I'm, get fully the tooled yeah. for the red the future red books. Yeah, totally. Because the the other so they're doing a few things with destroyers. It's one of those things where like oh how how much do you buff something before it starts swinging into like being too good? Right. And the way that they're doing destroyers sounds like it's like. It's a big swing. So <laughs> they're going from a uh, hundred and I think I think they might have been like two hundred points base or something. Oh, I can't wow. remember. They were really high. I can't remember. I never used them, but they're gonna be one hundred fifteen base now uh, for the five, and then they're gonna be five points for jump packs. I don't know what the additional guys are, but the other crazy thing about them is they're getting hardened armor, which is nuts. Uh, so so they're rerolling and, in blasts, yeah. but the uh, the biggest thing is that they're getting a buff to being veterans. So they're all going to have two ba- two attacks base now, mm-hmm. and the squad leader is going to have three attacks. Crazy, okay. Pretty interesting. Um, I, I I hope they're not going too far with it. I mean, it's better than the alternative where they were just like completely useless. I have been waiting for an excuse for a while to get these guys because I think that not only are they awesome and would they be fun to paint Sons of Horus colors, I think that they will synergize extremely well with Reavers and, and uh, Chain Axes. Yeah, yeah. So Sweet. Yeah, so looking forward to that. And like on the on the other side of you know scaling things back because they went too far, um, potentially retooling Magnus a little bit. Yeah, so this is crazy. So uh, my understanding from what I read was that they're he's going to have the same profile, but for a lot of the special rules that he currently has, he's going to be paying points for that. So. Hopefully this will go a long way to balancing him. I mean, I think these uh, Psy Arcana... Um, uh, Upgrades for everything in 1,000 points, in my opinion. Like, any of the disciplines that you have to give every single troop, those should have points associated with them. Well, I, I, but the thing is, is that I think now with these uh, the, these Psy Arcana things, I don't think that's going to be as much of an issue. I think we're going to be getting things that are put in place to combat psychers and it's going to help a lot like yeah, it, was, it really is 
Uh, I know that they're supposed to be pretty pretty powerful. I mean, if you, if you have a Paragon Blade that's just instant death of Psychers on a character, and you're playing against Thousand Suns, that's going to be Yeah, totally, intense. but that's, it's gonna, you know. You know, so it's something, you know, but... Regardless, I there's probably I, I think they're going to be adding a psychic code equivalent as well. Is kind of what I what oh, I was really? saying. Oh really? Yeah, like yeah, oh, okay. you would also have a character that is also designed for killing psychers now as well. Uh, they've also talked about which I'm really happy about because I just bought one. Uh, they're going to be retooling more tabs to make them more useful. Okay. Um, I'm super into that right now. I think they're very. I won't. I won't shy away from it. I think they're kind of shit. Um, I think like if you're running one with plasma pistols, they can be like okay, but you're never they're never gonna last more than a turn. You're you're basically dropping them down, hoping they kill a couple things, and then they're gonna die. It's kind of lame, right? And then there's obviously the uh, the Blood Angels version, which is just it has a fucking fusion pistol. So of course <laughs> that's gonna be good because it just kills like a dreadnought or whatever when it comes down. But again, then they right. just die. So. I would love to see something like uh, they can only be snap fired at if they're the not the closest unit or, or the turn they arrive yeah, yeah. or something like that where they can actually like do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then other than augury that, scanners. Oh, they, so they, they, augury they, scanner. This is huge. Yeah. So I putting think it back to eighteen inches. Yeah. So it's it's going to be eighteen inches, but now it's to be blanket interceptor, like it's continuing to be blanket interceptor. That is a very good choice. Um, I'm way more okay with it being blanket interceptor if it's 18 inches. And yeah. I, I and, and I hadn't. It's funny because I didn't think about that before. Uh, but yeah, I think it's good. Um, my only concern with it is that I the re, the reason why I thought that they it, it, apparently it was a typo, which is cr- crazy. I mean, who knows how true that is? But like they <laughs> they claim it was a typo. But my biggest concern with them doing this is that now those stupid fucking Titan Guard with Haywire guns are like back on top with just basically being able to just execute super heavies with you know well not he- yeah depend yeah not titans but any yeah. other super heavy right like if you have a titan you're you know you're fine but if you have a uh fell blade or whatever it's still gonna be a thing so yeah but then those people will be booed out of places totally and and, and maybe throw, you know what throw your shoes nice at them maybe and, the errata will cover the like i i you, certainly hope that's something that they're aware of as a thing yeah oh i pretty I, stupid yeah and i i think uh, on that note the one thing that i heard was that they um that they are they you know they do listen to us obviously that's apparent with what's come out with them completely being like sorry about the custodes we're gonna we're gonna redo this one you know it shows that they're listening to us the destroyers they have an email now too exactly so that's what i was getting to they have this email address they're not going to respond to you but and I think, you know, be constructive. I'm not yeah. going to be probably one of those people that writes in because, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not a super – I don't feel like I'm qualified to write yeah. in. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's great. And just if people feel strongly, write in. Just totally. if you, don't yeah, be a dick if, about if it. If you feel constructive, if you, you know, like, like I was looking at it and I'm like, well, look, there's like a couple things that have, you know, that, that are on the top of my list for things I think need to be fixed. They're all very greedy. They're things that affect me uh, – I emailed them, and it was essentially, it was four things. It was, I think Domitars need to be buffed in an errata. I think Abaddon needs to be buffed in an errata. I think uh, Reavers need to be buffed. Because they're one of of the specific Legion units. I haven't heard them call out that they're going to, you know. So 
there was that, and then I also was like, you know, it's hor- Scoria hor- needs Horus a can't, no. <laughs> can't, It doesn't have Relentless. That's like a it's a pro- it's a it's a hole right now that exists. Um, you know, stuff like that. So if you guys, you know, if you're if you're if you have certain things like. Uh, oh, the other thing I'd mentioned is that they, the the Dreadnought Right of War, I'm hoping with that new console, the useless Dreadnought Right of War maybe becomes like an actual Right of War and works. Oh, what, because, the, C- the Fury of the Ancients? Yeah, the, the worst Right of War in the books. That's like, hey, this is for ZM and the scenario that we're describing is a ZM scenario, but you can't legally play this in ZM. Yes, that. So stuff like that. So I would, I would, you know, if, if, if there's something that you you guys are sort of like looking at and you're like, Oh, this is, yeah, this is a unit that I really think is, is sort of underpowered. I'd love to see it, you know, give them that feedback. It's the only way you're going to, well, only way they're going to learn. Um, and I would urge you specifically to, uh, message them about, uh, Domitars. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another thing, um, talked about the soft cover books, um, so with the black books selling out that they're going to, uh, put them out as soft covers. So it was book four. So and how do you feel about that? So, well, me as one, as someone that has all of the black books, I'm okay with it. Um, I, if I, if I like, I'm a collector <laughs> and I knew once I started collecting them, I'd need all of them. If I was one of those people that was like, couldn't get four or six and was waiting them for a reprint to finish the collection. I'd be a little bit poopy about that, but I think at the it's same, it's better than not having them. I it's guess. better than not having them. And they also talked about potentially taking like, you know, books one, two and three and cutting out all the rules and just putting it to, as one book hmm. as just the fluff, you know, wow. which would be really cool. Very they, you know, that's not a guarantee by that's any an means, idea, but, yeah. but you know, it brings that price down. It's still because now at this point, These I think a lot of people they're getting they outdated. A lot of them are outdated at this point. Yeah. One through three are completely other than the campaigns, right? Oh, the campaigns are still oh. good. So there is definitely an aspect of buying those books hardcover right now that it's like, okay, well, part of this at least is it you, is not valid at this point. There's a little bit of fluff on those units that you can read about, yeah. but generally, so, you so got that old original book one, man. Yeah, I've got the uh, updated book one, which still has just Aaron at two hundred five points with one wound each. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so like I, you know, I don't. I, to me, I've got no skin in that game to really have an opinion. Like so. So as someone, that, and I will basically come at this from the opposite end of yeah. like I own one black book. Uh, I've only recently basically decided that I'm going to start collecting them. I don't know that I'm going to get every one. I don't really need to. I don't right. know. I'm not going to like make myself feel like I have to get them all. I will certainly get the ones that apply to me where like, like I want to get book six. Um, I have decided in the last month that I will, I will be pre-ordering book eight, which will yeah, be, the, which will be the f- first, will be the first, um, uh, black book that I've ever bought on launch. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I personally was psyched about this because basically to me, uh, it, as long as the price comes down, that you're I'm more down. likely to, to oh, yeah, I'm down. If, if you if you guys are dropping the price 20 bucks, cause they're not, you know, and, and, and like, cause to me, my worries was that they're just not going to put them out again. They're literally just out of print yeah. and they're like, well, the rules are outdated anyway. We don't care. So, uh, this is way better than that, so I'm I'm pretty satisfied with it. 
Yeah, I think, like I said, I think there's going to be some people that are a little bit poopy about it. Just and I can get it from a collector's mentality for sure. Yeah, and, but I, I also think you can, like, if you really want that book, I'm pretty sure you can probably find it online, right? Like, you could find someone selling well, it. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yes, but also those books, the moment that that was announced, every single every book, single book exists, just went, just went up by, Yeah, no, totally. So, which is the unfortunate just truth of it. But but, but also it's going to be good because, hey, those books are going to be more easy to transport, you know, if they do have rules. Like the one the one has uh, they're more bath, They're the definitely more bath-friendly, is... I can tell you that much. Hmm? They're more bath-friendly? Probably. What would they be? I don't know. Is that, All right, uh, well, I'm as just a person that what, reads black books in them, the tub. Oh, just because if it falls in, it's worth $20 less? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely have a huge well, fear when I bring my $90 book. <laughs> when I bring my nice black book into the tub, yeah. place it on my on my tub little uh, yeah, little platform, psycho. you know, yeah. hashtag well, 30K I, tub time. I'm psyched it. that these are coming back, though. Yeah, I think I think generally it's a good news that they're coming back. So I'm not, yeah. especially book four. To me, like to me at this point, if I was going to buy any black book, it would be book four. Yeah, it is the case. Me personally, so, yeah. because I if I was getting into the hobby, I would just get the red books, and then if I had money for one black book, that would be it. Mm. Buy the campaign, even if you're not even going to use all of it, right? It like has there's so much extra nights in it as well. But all the extra missions, yep. right? Anyway, that's that's my yeah, two cool. cents. Um, I think like to me, the biggest bit of news of the entire weekend was that they are considering that the heresy books are mm-hmm. only. A third of the way through. That made me giddy. Like, holy shit. That really did make me giddy. Because I've, I've been thinking about this. I'm like, are we really, like, are we getting to, like, are we going to get to book 10 and it's over? No. You know, like, no way that, scary. yeah. Like, like, but this is crazy. Like, I'm, I'm, part of me is like, no way. Like, part of me is like, 20 It would be a lot. 20 books would be a lot. It would they, be, but we're at eight is, books is now. They if have it's a- so much shit they could flush out. And so this is one of the things they were talking about is that they're going to, they're going to revisit legions. That's a very exciting. Oh, of course. Right? Totally. They're going to go to back legions, and they're going to see how they sort of progressed. And like what? Uh, yeah. How many demon, how many demon primarchs are they still got to put out? How many, like they have two demon primarchs they're going to have to put out. They have, I'd love to see them do Iron Hands again and make Iron them Hands, crazy. Exactly. You need to have uh, them be like they're representing their post. Like right now, Iron Hands are at Iron Hands and um, and uh, uh, what are they called? The Green Man's uh, Salamanders. Salamanders and Iron Hands. Yeah. <laughs> so Salamanders and Iron Iron Hands to me right now feel like a sort of incomplete list because it's like it's really cool that they have their Primarchs. But basically, every time you play them with their Primarchs, you're kind of playing against the fluff, which is weird. Yeah. So I would love to see these Legions get their own flavor that is outside of, especially Iron Hands. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So one more thing. They, the One of the things they, they, they mentioned in that errata is that they are finally going to change the the Immortals rule, gun them down. <gasps> are they really? Yeah. To what? I don't know. They're oh, just, they're just going to change it. Probably going to be full blows of skill. Oh, thank God. So maybe they'll actually be like worth halfway worth. Halfway and yeah. drop the points too would be great. They don't need to drop the points far on them. Do they? Do they not? Like I mean, I've compared them to other to other guys like they're not 
But if you try to give them all like Volkites and stuff and make them all cool, for sure they could. I, you know, I'm not saying they couldn't draw the points a bit, but they are like really durable. Like they have, oh, yeah. they have feel no pain. Fucking yeah. standard, like, like they could probably drop the points like twenty or maybe like maybe thirty points. But like if you're getting much beyond that, especially that, if you're buffing them, that could be the thing that gets me back into painting iron, iron hands. That'd be sick, man. I've I'd, got I'd twenty. I've got them. twenty immortals. Yeah. And they're the coolest fucking... They're one of the coolest heresy models, in the, you know? Like, they really are. I love those things. So, so well, yeah. That, that excites me. Mm, another Damn, fist bump. Immortals, baby. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that... You know, that... There's, you know, three quarters of the way done. That's crazy. That means we're going to get our Mars book. That That's instantly that, that's, what I got yes, so I stoked about. Like, and it's like, look, like, if the Mars book comes out and it doesn't necessarily... Like... They don't need to have the Mars book come out and have it be full of of. New it could be units. a small one, right? It could be like just, like it, book five. It needs to be fluff. Yeah. More than anything, it and needs be, to be fluff. And right? a campaign that would go along with it, or exactly, like exactly, yeah, or totally. or see, this is the hard thing, right? Or do they tie that into to? In, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Or do they t- tie, tie that into Titanicus? Because a lot of that could, or maybe they do both. They do a black book for it and I a Titanicus book. Really, like, but but yes, it would be very. If there is cool. a campaign in there that you uh, and I could play. Mars, Mars, Ugh. the Mars thing deserves to be more of a setting than it is in the in the actual. We, oh, so. oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna promise. I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. Okay, uh, <laughs> if if there is a Mars book that's announced. The moment that that's announced, you and I are both going to start fully building like Mars tables, so that once that book arrives, we can immediately jump into a campaign I mean, to system. Be fair, for it. my Xana table will basically be a Mars table. I know, but yeah. if you know, for if sure. it, if we've for gotten sure. to the point that you haven't started, oh that, yeah, yeah, no, that that table's like so that they're complete and ready to go. Yeah, two different locations, ready to battle it out. Yeah. I, yeah. so that to me was the highlight of like seeing all the models um i don't think we like that was awesome there's a couple new things or new tweets on things like the the or the big ass um the new titan the mechanicum titan oh with the with they've with the heavy conversion beamers oh the and it's based uh, on the core firing yeah, the new pair. Yeah, so that that thing's crazy. I it's weird because I really didn't like it. I like and it. And like every time I I looked at it yesterday, and I was like, okay, I kind of like it a little bit more today. But like the guns are so big. I like the Porphyrion more. I mean, I like I will. Cool. That will be on a future list when that drops. I will want to pick it's, that up for sure. It's pretty cool. Instead of a Porphyrion, I think that's what I'll do and I, do more Mechanicum based. I have worries about that thing because if it's if it's a Mechanicum knight, that means they like to give them ionic flare shields, and if they give that thing ionic flare shields, it's going to be like fucking unkillable. So. <laughs> I hope. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I hope it will have some kind of balance with the Porphyrion and not just be like almost super Porphyrion that just like poops on everything, you know? But yeah, all of that stuff was cool, but just that bit of knowledge that the the Forge World team is like a third of the way through. That's where, even if that turns out not to be true and we're. Half, I'm sure there's, or even we yeah. get like at the, point, the, the point is, is that we're in, we're not anywhere near the end. Yeah, we're in the long matters. haul. Yeah, 
Yeah, which and is, I think this is all great. I think what we're seeing, like like I said, I, I've I've looked pretty closely at this book eight stuff, and my impression from the writing team, I'm I'm really impressed with. I can't remember the two guys' names. Anuj, Anuj, and and uh, um, and there's a female. Uh, I forget her name. Is it Molly? I think that's also on the team. Okay. Um, there's three people that are are it's Anuj, Molly. I forget the other guy and okay. i'm sure people well, are if, yelling at us if, right if, now if if yeah if if i doubtful but if any of you guys listen i am very impressed with what i've seen so far i think that this is a really good indicator that i like look i love alan bly's work and i loved his writing but i don't think alan bly was a rules guy i really don't i don't think that he ever had balance in mind the stuff that we're seeing right now is way more intelligently designed balance-wise. Well, yeah, I think let's like, wait until we see the, the full book before you put that down. But what you've seen what so I've seen, far, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So what I've seen, I yeah. think, is way... Like, every every tidbit that I have seen has been like, this seems appropriate, and this isn't crazy. Even the, uh, the fact that the demons, like, they've sort of said that they tried to balance them as, like being slightly underpowered against your average legion list if the legion list is playing intelligently yeah so yeah i think it's great like um i think another thing from like a hobby perspective which i you know that's more one thing a lot of this speed rules but um that they're now doing YouTube videos. Duncan's doing videos specifically about heresy. And for yeah, the first cool. time, they now have, like, the Horace Heresy logo, you know, Very with cool. them. So there's one about painting Luna Wolves and another one about, um, I think, working with resin and yeah. plastic. So It seems like they're really turning, turning it around. I think last year was a really bad year for heresy. Yeah. And it seems like they've learned, or they, at the very least they've heard us, and they're figuring out that, like, hey, we need to, like... It also takes a long problems. time to turn a company around yep. as well. And, then, and, and I, think those, I think the rules guys were swamped, too, you yeah. know? Like we, we, we finally edition. Have, I don't know if we've talked about that. We have night rules now, too. Um, oh, well, yeah. we're, no, no, no. That's in the... We're, we'll get to that. The, that's, no, no, no. I mean... Uh, 30k night rules oh yeah so the got, 30k the, the armagers yeah, that's armagers right we haven't talked the, about that yeah. no so just you know pretty cool we're getting stuff um it seems like things are looking up oh yeah also another thing about book not book eight we didn't mention is Sakaran punishers and well there's some tweets to the general list right yeah, that's what they said so Sakaran well Sakaran punishers and uh the other one whatever the other one is uh, the, the plasma one okay yeah the tank destroyer they don't have rules printed in a book yet, but apparently in that book they are a squadron. Of, they're a, yeah a two two. And then two the tanks. but the and then they said that the fluff behind why they can do those, but the other Scarens can't is because the other ones are more rare. Yeah, they, and it's good because I don't Arcuses are so good. I I was yeah. definitely like if 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 you included the Arcus in that, I'd be like, okay, great. Yeah, more fucking people can get Arcuses. Great. <laughs> So I will definitely have to get a second Sakara now, and it might be a Punisher, so I can just I think, have, like... Yeah, two Punishers rolled up. 60 shots of bleh. Especially with demons coming and stuff. Yeah, be, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we can only hope that maybe they've adjusted the points on those on those two Sakara, because they are the weaker Sakarans. I, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping that maybe they adjusted their points and the rules slightly as well. We will find out shortly. We will find out. So I think... Um, 
I think we can move on to the Titanicus stuff now. Yeah, so I think you can take lead on this because sure. I haven't read this as closely. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I, yeah, I just kind of know that it's... I know that it, it is based on Moloch, which is so there, my favorite... Yeah, one so of my that, favorite that was the big announcement, I guess, um, was the announcement that the next book for Titanicus and that we've just... And it's awesome that we've just had Titanicus or Titan Death Drop, and now the next book we've is announced, and Very it's going to cool. be Moloch, and um, that's based around um, the Ventral Spirit uh, yeah. so, book. So, so I, I'll go into that really, really quick. So for those who don't know, Moloch was a very important battle that happened um, essentially right before the Siege of Terra campaign launched, and it is the place where the Emperor visited before he was a true like psyker god whatever he is it's basically the the place where the emperor entered the warp and stole stole power from the from, gods yeah so it's it's essentially a campaign on a on a huge night world that had a had a massive number of knights and titans and horus basically took this planet so that he could Go retrace, rechase the, uh, emperor's, the emperor's footsteps, footsteps yeah. and go ascend. And go become ascended. And yeah, it's uh, and so the knights are going to be the main focus of that book. Bringing in, I think they said seven knight uh, house li- rules. Mm-hmm. So there'll be you'll be able to take actual full knight lists, which is pretty damn cool. Um, we'll see how that all turns out, and who knows? Hopefully, in that book, we'll get maybe. Some new actual knights did they, rules. I think, yeah. Did I maybe read that they were saying Porphyrions were? It was it was talked about. Rather. They, yeah. I think uh, there were, they did say that there we will be getting for, Forge World upgrades for the Sarasis knights for cool. the different weapons. Um, we did get to see some previews of some of the new weapons. So the Reaver um, missile. That's pretty cool. Uh, looks I'm, awesome. I'm excited to try those. I don't even know the rules, but they seem cool. It looks so much rules. cooler than what I was imagining. Totally. It doesn't look like a big derpy. It looks, <laughs> looks like an actual, like, yeah. It yeah, is. it looks really cool. And supposedly yeah. they went through so many different versions of it that they have, like, six different versions. So they're now going to put out different versions of that. So there won't just be the mel- the uh, warp missile. There might be, like, a melta missile, uh, awesome. a whole bunch of different versions. Um, so it'd be cool. I. It's it probably won't be this way, but it would be cool if you could buy like the mounting for the missile, and then you could buy the missiles individually. So you can mm. put in, but that probably won't be the case. <laughs> um, but we saw um, also the Gatling blaster was previewed for the I'm war for the warlord. There was, um, I think it did they show the Vulcan? Vulcan. They showed it for the Reaver, which I'm, I want it for the warlord. So I was like, I got excited when I saw it. I was like, damn it, I want I want the uh, carapace ones with the yeah. really bad because this just would be sick looking. And they also um, showed that there, there's two new Legio transfer sheets com- coming out. I forget which ones they are. Uh, so It's Furians and something. Okay. Um, the One of the really cool things I I was super jacked about was the, the announcement of the new terrain piece. So... Um, oh, it's a new so sprue crazy. that's going to be able to build spires on top of the just buildings. Awesome so they'll have that as an individual sp- box that you can buy just with that sprue, and then they'll have one that's a mix of those sprues and the 
sprues that we have out origin already for um the terrain so that's awesome i can't wait for those to come out um you know did they did they um announce the night houses that are getting rolls they did mention uh malinax and they mentioned someone else but i don't know i i'm i would assume that it's going to be at least the ones that are on the um on the transfer sheet that we have awesome so far but uh time will tell there's only four on there we know we're getting seven so i would imagine i'm excited for this because we have we have night houses on 30k but they don't have individual rules so you don't really like get any sort of impression of well just like you know our game you know our, our last game of at having the legion rules just added so much more flavor so i can imagine that this yeah. will but it will be interesting how it works like will you be able to take i guess you'd be able to do it with any not just if you're taking a knight list with only knights you'd be you able to yeah. do it, even if you take it as a banner with your maniple i'm it's assuming a, it's an incent- it's in- it, it, as far as i'm concerned it's incentivizing painting them as well and having them set in a specific scheme so yeah, yeah like totally awesome for sure um i think that was like the main big ones but just that we're starting to see uh, they did preview a couple of tiles as well of the Those looked insanely awesome yeah they do look awesome and the uh, price wasn't as insane as i was expecting it's like oh you gotta buy four of them it sucks but like considering how big the chunk of resin is yeah they're not much more than a freaking primer. it's definitely not thing. like on the top of my list of things to get if i would love to get them but you know it's definitely Damn, that table look good though man oh yeah i was I, like i definitely was like oh man definitely um so yeah i think you know there was some talk about plastic um the plastic kits and maybe doing a different starter box but this was very weird because i heard multiple things about that but the the first at the end of the first day i was reading things that were i was i read at least two different people it might have been three different people essentially confirming that a plastic starter set for heresy is coming. Yeah, it's. I think. See, this is the the thing about the weekenders, and it's being like this. And the you know, this is the first time we've kind of done coverage, in, quote unquote, yeah. uh, of one of these things. But you have so many people that are you know, you're getting information from the seminars themselves, from people that are going to the seminars. You're also then those people are going and actually having conversations with the rules writers and things like that. So you're having or going to the bar and having a, you know, beer with one of them and hearing stuff. So you have all this conjecture that goes along with these things. So hearing, you know, oh, well, this person told me this and this person said. I think a plastic box set is coming. I think there'll be a release. I don't think that it will be like a start collecting kind of thing, but I, I think it would just be silly for them not to like to me it's free money yeah it really is like so it's really weird because i read one quote that said that's not really like something about like that that not being right for heresy but i also read people saying that it was basically a wink wink nudge nudge nudge, like yes a plastic box set is coming um let's let's get real like there's been a plastic plastic box set for the last two books um that that art that sanguinius fighting um uh, the Bloodthirster art, it doesn't match. That's not going into a black book. So there's no reason that, for them to have made that art unless it's going to be going into somewhere. So, and that looks like in the style. What, do like a, a demon 
uh, yeah, a so demon thinking, slash because they have the all they really need to do is do Mark Three Marines, which are on that box, uh, Blood Letters, which are already a thing that like exists, and well, they did say that they are working on demon models. Forge World is totally, but they're also going to be compatible with the plastic, right? You know? so, so that will be interesting to see. Like, yeah, I think I uh, to me, if that happens, I don't think it's going to happen. Later, because if we're talking about a legion and demons thing, I don't think they would like. Maybe they would because then they can also sell it. Well, they can for put out models forty k as well, them. right? It, the well, people in forty k could sculpts for it. That's the thing. All they need to do is add. Essentially, if they, if they did assault marines, for instance, if they decided to do ten assault marines or something like that, they don't need to add anything aside from they need to do like a like a separate. Uh, frame pack. for jump packs and then they add the mark three marines i would really like them to do different scopes for them but yeah they could do that for sure it's definitely a way for them to I, do it cheap it's just one of those things where like it, it it seems like a win-win gw makes a ton of money on these things because they sell like freaking hotcakes and then it gets people in like that's a you thing cannot that's not yeah. you cannot expect a new player to build a forge world army it is insane to like the well, it's, yeah, some people need, will do it, but it's so small, it's right? Such a like small number of people. Those just, the first Kalth box and Prospero, but more the Kalth box launched most so of my many from those yeah, boxes, so many armies. Most of your infantry are from yep. those boxes. Like, let's like let's not be. I don't have here. It. Re- Recasts are 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 popular for a reason, and when you look at the cost of infantry on the Forge World site. It's just not realistic to do an entire army of infantry when they're like eighty bucks for five. Mm-hmm. Who is going to do that? Like, like I don't. I can't even imagine mathematically what it is to actually. If you wanted to have a hundred marines and you were to do them all all in resin, it's just not feasible for ninety. Well, ninety people. or a hundred marines is a little high, but I guess it's not depending on the army that you're building, really. Like, it's totally. 60, maybe. Let's, like, bring it down a bit. but For sure, but even 60 Marines. It's a lot. Like, I'm not know, saying yeah. it's not a lot. I'm, I'm yeah. saying, but if you're, like, a World Leaders player, like, say you're someone who wants yeah, to do an That's a good point, list, depending you know, on the like, army that you're making, exactly. for sure. Yeah, I, 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 let's hope that it happens, right? Hopefully. Like, yeah, you totally. know, fingers crossed. I, to, to me, it's like, I don't need that plastic. But it generates hype for... For me, I want that plastic box to be out there to bring more people into exactly. the community. Same That's problem. why I want it. Yeah. So, um, you know, even if it's not as crazy as, of a deal or the, the size of Kalth, you know, yeah. even if it's something that you're getting, at, at least it's, it incentivizes you so far to get the, in. Exactly. If there If there is some value in it, it doesn't need to be the cheapest thing in the world, but it it just it needs to be something where you can get bulk troops, mm-hmm. um, and and it generates hype. And and it, it is really it's one of those things where like anyone who's like thinking about getting in on the heresy, dude, blood angels are a huge deal. Demons are a huge deal. I know I know a guy personally who has been playing demons in thirty k. It's his main force. It's all he's ever he's main thing he's been playing since I started heresy, and he's been pissed off. Every event that we've run, that we basically ban demons because they're not a 30k list. I don't think we ban demons. They're we just... don't, but we don't allow them as an individual list. Right. Like, right. But now we so, will. And now we will. And that's awesome. So my point is, is you have the opportunity to have these players. You should, you should tell them to come to the deuce. There's oh, a spot I have. left. I have. Okay. Um, yeah, I think um, 
the other kind of little things on Titanicus as well. Um, one thing that I heard that was very cool was that supposedly we're not playing Titanicus yet the way they want us to play Titanicus, which to me is awesome because just getting the extra flavor that we were talking about with Legio rules, how much that's changed our game. Yeah. You know, once we start getting night rules in, I this got me very excited because it's going to grow the game, but also it got me excited because maybe at one point we'll they'll do like a Necromunda kind of thing and combine off them. Well, they've a new also book. they've also mentioned like there was a quote from someone saying that they're planning to introduce basically Epic is coming back. I don't. I I, 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 I everything I've heard is. It goes I, I, against what you just fair said. Fair enough. I, I, I read a quote that said that w- they're planning to bring back smaller scale games again over time. Oh, not, that's not part of Titanic. Because I've heard that Titanic is a staying Titanic is it's just going to be... Well, it's probably going to be two separate games. Yeah. But it'll probably be something like the old Epic where you can bring the Titanicus things in. Yeah. But they, they will have the same rules as they currently do, but they will be like... Like a warlord is like... Right. Your army. Yeah, yeah. This is a bunch of little things, you know, which is pretty crazy. I don't know how I feel about that because it's sort of one of those things where it's like, uh, suddenly this this becomes like, great, now I have to buy more stuff, like Titanicus, some of the lures that you only have to have like eight <laughs> models or whatever, you know, which is really the I'm, only reason I'm over 3,000 points now in my Legio, but yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's, yeah, yeah it's not I, like a 30K army or it's not like a. No. You know, but you can, now with that, I think like they they did announce that they're re releasing the Grandmaster Edition, and yeah. you know Teo's been talking about getting in. And my my point at this point, I you know I think people are better to get that deal on the the Manipole that has like the one Warlord, the one Reaver, and the two Warhounds. Get that and get the rule starter. Yeah box that comes with well, the book and all the, the tokens knights, like who the hell wants to buy like we'll get them later needs, right well i'm just saying also the standard knights like who wants six regular knights yeah like but then that way you can also get like the you know yeah you, you do have to get all the the cards and everything on top of that but i think that's that's the way in unless you know hey i want to build i do want two warlords like to me if you know you're yeah, not going to do that then go with that bundle but yeah, overall, I think, like, you know, the only thing that we could say that was a, a bit of a downturn uh, for this this whole event this was that the book there. eight wasn't there. No. To us, you know, really, like I said before, it doesn't affect me too much. Super bummer for people that were there. But I think overall, everything that we heard about is, like, just amazing. I'm so jacked. It sounded like it was a complete mess for the people who were there. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, I read a bunch of people complaining about the organize- organization. Yeah, it sounds like most uh, most years, though, it's like that. It, or it has been over the last few years, it sounds Fair like. Fair enough, yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. But I, I, I read a lot of people who were super bad about, like, the act. Like, I read at least five stories from people who were like, this year's was, like, a mess. But from my perspective, everything that was announced was a positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A significant positive. And when they're talking... So another big detail that, that came out of the thing was that after Book 9 is released, they plan, and it's it's going to be limited on time, plans can change, but let's get real. I think this is going to have to happen. Um, they will have all 18 legions, which means they will do new red books, and they will go back over every single unit of these red books and rebalance things. This, and, to I, me, I, is I, the most exciting, like, that... 
that has to happen. And it does have to happen. It, at this point, like when book one came out, what, like five years ago or longer, probably. I think it's older than five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that heresy's been out ever since I've been on the island. Yeah. Probably before. I'm almost, I'm almost positive it's longer oh, it's been than five the, years. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it's been, it's been we're since ready. 2000 and. Hasn't it been like since 2012 well, or something like that? 13? Something like We could use the internet, but yeah. forget that. Um, I, I just well, we've think. Had, we've had one release of Red Books, and it has been, you know, it's fairly meaningful, but it no, didn't we've had two. a lot. We've had two releases. Well, I mean, like one re release. Oh, sorry. So yeah. the, the changes were like somewhat meaningful in some ways, you know, whatever. But I think this time when they have the entire scope and they yeah. can really cross compare, we're like. It sounds like they're, they they understand that, like, hey, people don't just want, like, you to fucking change one unit. They want you to go through the book and actually, like, let's get real. There's there's a lot of units that need to be updated. Yeah. I so. it, I think that's going to be so hard, though, because, what are you, like, they're going to put out book nine and then totally revamp the stuff that's in book nine as well. Like, I... That's not what I'm saying. You know, no, it would be a re-release. It would be, uh, it would be just reviewing it, be putting it. out the yeah. book, and then all the older legions right. have their specific legion units and their characters, and then that red book would be, to, and it would have all eighteen legions in it. Right. Okay. And then the generic red book would also come out, which would have the updated destroyers, the stuff in the errata. So like, okay. So based on that, if they're gonna then just use the dark angel stuff put it in that red book maybe make a faq tweak here or there but then if they're working on that then they have basically everything now so they technically right more or less they have everything so they could start working on that mechanicum red book when could they start doing that what do you mean well they could start doing that now because basically they have well the the rules aren't written they're they're currently play testing dark angels they're they're play testing dark angels i'm just saying like once that's done they could start they could they could do yeah, it's easier to get the Mechanicum red book out first than doing all the legions. But I'm 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 saying that just <laughs> yes. as a <laughs> but yes, that would be nice too. Person. And like and like this is you know, if if you were to ask, hey, John and AJ, I think we would both agree, like, hey, how do you want them to do the heresy stuff? It would be it would be in waves like this. Oh yeah. Like we get all this stuff out, but then we do have updated like red books that come out and really do adjust things yeah. based on feedback. Like, and I like that it's not quick <laughs> either. I, I want like it to be the done right, pace. and I don't. And I don't want to be buying eighteen books a year either. Yeah. Exactly. I have no problem with rebuying red books once every yeah. four years or whatever, as long as they are appropriately changed. Yes, yeah, for know? sure. So. so yeah, man. I think we're both stoked. I know Teo's stoked. He's already been with yeah. list building and pricing out stuff for white scars. Um, yeah, I hope I hope you guys are as stoked as us because yeah. it's definitely. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, this demon stuff, like. Oh, I'm getting my army I th- out. I think that the, I will. That'll be the first. The first game we play once once it drops will be a demon. Demon yeah. versus Sons of Horrors. What I love too, because maybe this will. This Even that, that's not fluffy at all. My, <laughs> eh, could be. Why not? Demons will fight anyone. That's true. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking like this might be a way, you know, and this isn't going to be this year, but like maybe next year, like a way for me to kind of get back into my custodes a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, you're working on custodes as well. It'd yeah. Be cool. If we you get your fist. stuff done, we can, well, and, and just even like you can borrow my stuff. I can borrow your stuff. We can play demons versus custodes. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Webway. Like, uh, and not, and not feel like you're just like playing the win button. Cause custodes are just 
you know, brutally broken. Or well, we'll see. Right we'll now. see what happens with the new book, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we've probably rambled on about yes. this for long enough. So uh, we will come back. I'm sure. Check out uh, Gino Five Two. I'll throw them out again. And uh, you know, it hasn't dropped as we are recording this, but Age of Darkness. I'm sure we'll have awesome coverage as well. So check them out, and we will be back to close out the show. Aw, oh, for fuck's sakes. And welcome back. We are fortunate to have Matt Brown from Everything Games on to talk to us about uh, the Warriors Weekend 2 event. So, Matt, thanks for coming on to the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Right on, man. So, tell before we get into talking about the event, why, why don't you give us a little background about yourself and... Uh, war gaming, your like a quick little history on how you got into this ridiculous hobby that we uh, we all are. <laughs> uh, so I probably got into hobbying in general probably like three, maybe four years ago. Not not that long, not that long. Oh, so I'm wow, still pretty, okay. yeah, still pretty fresh to it. Right on. And, and uh, what was your gateway drug then into uh, into 40k? Because you're a books. 40k player, right? The books. It was definitely the books and the lore. Uh, okay. I uh, I picked up, I think I picked up a book in a library, like a super long time ago. Okay. And I read that, and then I remember like like a Space Marine book or yeah, it was, or I think it was just, just like a like a random Space Marine battle novel book, okay. one of those yeah, yeah. like little short ones. Yeah. And I remember I so I read that, and then I was like, wow, this is super cool, and so I. I think like a couple of years later or whatever, I was at a like a used bookstore and I noticed they had you know a bunch more of them. So I was like, you know, I picked up some of those and then I got more and more into the lore and then I started talking to my friends and then it kind of went from there. And <laughs> it's a slippery slope. That was, yeah, that was like down- me getting back in and getting into the heresy was I started reading the Horus Heresy novel series and I, I avoided them like the plague for the longest time because I knew it was like. <laughs> It, it was just a gateway drug into, into getting back into the miniatures. but into, uh, into deep, getting in deep. Getting in deep. And now, years later, I have a, a podcast about 30K. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah we, me and a friend uh, decided that we'd, you know, we'd go down and check out the Everything Games that just opened up, like, you know, I guess, like probably five or six months ago Okay. at that point. And so we walked in and we checked it out and we looked around and people were playing 40K and Warhammer or whatever. So, you know, we looked, we, we, we checked it out and then... Uh, couple weeks later we came down and we bought like the the dark vengeance uh dark angels versus chaos space marines yeah you know so chaos versus chaos kind of scenario (laughs) oh that joke never gets old (laughs) and um and then yeah we went from there i mean i obviously i paint them as blood angels because they're the superior legion but (laughs) more shots fired (laughs) You, you know you know they, they, and uh, that yeah. was an awesome box. They the, there were some super detailed models. Those uh, oh yeah the oh man the uh, the forty k plastic boxes are just nuts. Yeah, just knock it out of the park. Absolutely. So from so basically from there got into Blood Angels, and then how quickly after that did you uh, become an employee of uh, Everything Games? Oh, that was that was a while. It was probably a couple of years. I was uh, I was a regular patron i came in and uh at that at this at that stage when i really started like collecting and playing the game um bard ben hammer yeah. was running um the 
like the once every handful of months 40k tournament there okay yeah at that stage still so i i played in a couple of those i played you know i was coming in like every single day and playing games or just hanging out and talking and just like immersing myself completely going for the deep dive sort of scenario right and uh eventually bard talked about to i think robin kazan that he was losing interest in running like that tournament kind of competitive scene sort of thing right for 40k and so i said i and they asked me and i said yeah i would take over and so that was the intro to that is when i started running the tournaments there and i went up to one every month wow that's a lot yeah we have well it's just we we just have like our little one month um tournaments and we have like i throw in like doubles or something now and then to spice it up or maybe kill team or something okay but yeah that was i think i think that was probably the intro to me coming on as a, as a as a staff member okay yeah so that's probably that's probably what led to that and then i probably was running tournaments for about a year when that was when they approached me about working sundays okay yeah mm. they're like you're in here now if we <laughs> yeah i mean i'm 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 pretty much there every single day already and like upselling the game and upselling the hobby so like might as well yeah <laughs> they've already seen that you can do the work so <laughs> no yeah something like that i guess yeah yeah right on and so you've also um so then what you've run a couple of, of tournaments outside of everything games as well or with the events correct uh yes i ran so i ran the tournaments at everything games for a long time and then i i i, I ran i guess the last lantisy yeah or or was it? Yeah, the last Lannisey, I guess. Like I, I went to the last Godicon and played there, right. and then I I ran the last Lantisey with Bard, right. And the whole the plan was for me to take the torch there too, because he again he was losing interest in in handling that kind of affair, mm-hmm. and so I was going to take the torch and take over and run those tournaments. But um, Lantisey, alas, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Well, and and it's uh, yeah, it's it's really too bad. I'm 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 sad to see it go. You know, it's such a it was such an awesome event for for wargaming, but uh, it really was. Yep. But now we've got something else going on that you guys, uh, you and a, a couple friends, have cooked up of the Warriors Weekend, and yeah. you guys had one. I I forget exactly when. I was in Germany at the time for the first one, but I saw I'm, a bunch of p- pictures and was very jealous. <laughs> um, I'm I'm admittedly really terrible with dates, so I probably can't nail down the exact date either. No worries. It, it was about the, like the same time like, last yeah, year. Yeah, I think it was like March, April. Right. Around that kind of time. I remember it being vaguely close to my birthday, so March, okay. April, somewhere in there. Right on. So, And we've got uh, Warriors uh, Weekend 2 coming up uh, April 13th and 14th this year. And yes. happening at such a cool venue of the Victoria Armory where they've got... Um, you know, from the pictures that I saw last year, like they had a whole bunch of the artillery cannons set up in there and, and it, it seemed like a really cool place, uh, for gaming. So can you tell us a little bit, uh, about it? Yeah, it's, it's a really, really awesome venue, huge tons of space. Like we, uh, even last year we had like, you know, we filled up maybe a quarter of the possible space that like we, we, right. we had everything dead center so that, uh, you know, we had plenty of room to move around and take pictures and stuff. But if we spread out tables, so you could have you know four times, five times the t- number of people we had in there. 
but uh so it was yeah it was a really big success i thought um especially for a tournament that we'd or an event we'd thrown together in like six weeks that's really scenario really quick because uh well what what it was is we were all of the system organizers that were were going to run events at fantasy right and so like a lot of us had already um put time or even money into getting prize supports um i know glenn who's running the x-wing for uh for was for fantasy and now for warriors weekend uh, had already had already ordered like custom widgets and cards and stuff made oh, for man. the event. yeah so like well, well you know there's so we kind of came together and we're like well there's no reason we just can't do it ourselves and yeah and now it's just kind of now we're here right on well man i i i'm super stoked like any any more events happening in town is is just awesome for the already amazing community of gamers that we have here and and on the main or mainland on the on the <laughs> island um but uh yeah so tell us a little bit about what's going on we've we've got a whole bunch of different game systems um i believe you're running the 40k um two-day event correct um, i am yep right on. um we also also we're gonna be having a, a big war machine two-day event so that's a big draw i think they had like 36 38 players last year oh wow that's like huge. it was a big it was a big big um like a, a, i think they call it like an iron gauntlet when it's like their regional qualifier kind of okay, thing yeah that's what that's what that was wow okay cool yeah which is really impressive yeah, very those cool guys are really, crazy. really happy hardcore. with that <laughs> they are they're uh they're into it they're a different kind they're for sure de- they are their own their own breed of gamers aren't they, they sh- <laughs> yes they certainly are um we had again we had, obviously we had x-wing um yep. glenn and his his crew did an amazing job uh, i'm not 100 percent sure on what the turnout there was but they filled like an the entire upstairs mess hall with just them so that was really impressive that was really good and successful right on all right and then you've made a, a silly decision and decided to invite uh us to come and run a couple of yeah. <laughs> events as well so yeah well we we figured um to really make to really make 40k shine you really have to have the other people too you know what i mean like uh <laughs> the, the, the the less desirables the less desirables yeah the loud guys <laughs> over in the corner yeah you know <laughs> so, they're, they're 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 muttering to themselves they they haven't washed in a few days oh yeah the 30k players yeah yeah a few of them <laughs> at least for sure Oh yeah, um, in the short shorts and mullet wigs. Yeah, it's questionable. Really loud. <laughs> strange, strange lot, but oddly so, affectionate. Yes, strange lot. Yes. So we uh, we're doing a, a one day thirty uh, k event and a one day Titanicus event. Um, all of the details are posted up. We've got there's a a Facebook um, event for the Warriors Weekend two set up, and then all the individual game system events are broken up in there so you can go and if you're interested in any of those you can go and check those out and i think information is on most of those pages i know i've been tardy on the 30k one <laughs> but at least the main structure is there of people knowing what they yeah, have the to build, the so. skeleton is definitely there so the event pages are all up uh, i think the only one i have to do i have to do to do today is actually i have to put up the the hobbit the uh they, oh, they, they call yeah. themselves the the victoria shire folk i think they call themselves oh, they have like a facebook, little facebook page i'm honestly um, like so excited 
for those guys to be at this event because while I'm running these events, I'm just probably going to be over by those tables drooling (laughs) because I've seen, I haven't seen any of them in stores, but I've seen pictures of events that have happened up at, I think some of them at everything. And then as well um, at GW and they're just so full on on their terrain and getting everything like, you know, right out of the movie and everything. It looks amazing. So big time They're They're really into it. They really put on a show every time. I think they have a uh, an event at Everything Games once a month, I believe. Oh, okay. If not yeah. more often. Wow. Um, but yeah, they they always they come out. They put on a great show. They they have some really dedicated guys that are really really giving their all. They make some really awesome terrain. Um, Simon is Simon, who's the I don't I I don't want to try to say his last name because I know I'm going to slaughter it. <laughs> okay. Slaughter. It. No so worries. I'm not going to try. No but Simon is a great guy. Really nice. Really helpful. And like, um, there's all age groups are represented. You got older folks, you have uh, like way younger people and they're all, they all work together really well, which is a sign that Simon is really doing a good job of leading the parade, so to speak. Right on, man. Well, yeah, I, it, I'm you we were talking before uh, we started recording and you're saying at one of those events at everything that they had like the full Helm's deep wall yes. and, and fortress. Like, Oh yeah, they had, they had the whole, they had, the, they had the Citadel and they had like the, um, I don't know. What is it called? The, the last ride of the, the Roharam. Yeah. They had the, they, they all ran the ride of road down the, Oh, when they going down the causeway pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> through, the, through all the orcs. That's so cool, man. I hope they have that. <laughs> I hope they Maybe, have that. <laughs> I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what they're bringing to, uh, to Warriors weekend too, but it'll definitely be a show. Yeah. They always, even their like, like skirmish battles always look great. Like they have like a, like they have like a, the Merkwood board and everything, so they have oh, like wow. all kinds of vines and trees and big spiders. Well, I'm just stoked that they're going to be there, so I can drool over it. But also, I've uh, we've been really trying to inspire some of the guy, local guys here to instead of like getting into that next um, army project to get a theme board together to like yes. you know get on your terrain game and 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 really make that a part of your of your hobby because there's, you know, the, there's nothing worse than like spending tons of time on your army and your, your, <laughs> your opponents spend tons of time. And then you put it down on, you know, a felt mat you're, on a kitchen table with a couple, you know, the terrain is all black. You think you're, maybe you're fighting in the shadow realm. Yeah. You're not a hundred percent sure. You know, some, some of it's from like one, you know, you got some spooky forests and and like some GW terrain, and they don't yeah. quite mix. And <laughs> you got the, like, you got some like like old school fantasy like hills, and then on the other side you got like foam core. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I'm 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 glad they're coming because I'm hoping that some of our guys at uh, the 30k tables and Titanicus tables are like, oh yeah, that's oh, giving yeah. me some ideas for uh, this board I've been I've been thinking about for years. So. I do want to mention one person. Uh, Paul Billick is, uh, is he's on Facebook. I think he has, he's created a group called uh, Throwdown Terrain or Throwdown Tabletop. Okay. And he makes really awesome. Um, he's, most of the stuff I've seen from him right now is foam foam core, but he like he's got if you maybe you saw the pictures from um, last year Warrior Weekend, but like that really sweet like lava table. Okay. Yeah. It was like this, like this really awesome magma terrain that just looked awesome, and he made all of that himself from scratch. Crazy! I'm just and pulling so like up he, his page. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. I totally I, did see this stuff. It's I, I bought that. <laughs> I bought that set. Wow. 
Yeah, it's it's so nice. So and he made all of for that himself. People that can't see, it's all these rock towers that have like lava coming down and flowing down on the. I think this is the lava fat mat or FLG yeah. mat. Yeah, I think it's the fat mat. Yeah, beautiful. It looks amazing. Yes. And this guy's he, local? He did, yep. Uh, I think he lives near, I think he lives near either in Duncan or Nanaimo. I, might be, I may be completely wrong, but I think I remember him saying that. Oh, okay. But yeah, he's uh, awesome. He's a Blood Angel player, so obviously we get along really well. Um, <laughs> awesome. You know, we got to stick together. But he makes, yeah, just awesome. Uh, he's, he's, he also did like a, a Minds of Moira kind of one. Yeah, I think I'm looking at that one right now. Yeah, that Look. one's really cool. He did that. He did. I think he did. He created that for the Shire folk for Simon. Oh, very cool. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, uh, for me, I've asked him to work on like an ice theme terrain. It's kind yeah. of that's kind of similar to the the magma, but with like the the white and blues. Okay. I think that would look really nice. Man, even the magma. This is beautiful. That's a beautiful board. Very very cool. I'm I'm hoping that one's coming. <laughs> yes, he's, he's he's packing down. He's packing down some terrain and showing off and bringing all the stuff he has. A lot of the stuff he has. Sweet, right on, man. Very mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, very exciting. Oh, you don't need to tell me about more uh, more places to get <laughs> terrain, man. It's it's not not a good thing. <laughs> more places to spend spend money from your plastic crack addiction fund. Yeah, I, I really don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's I guess it's resin for you, but it's you know. Yeah, no, no, plastic as well for sure. You know, they <laughs> never can have too much terrain. That's for it's true for sure. The, uh, I personally have to work on like I have a whole bunch of the new Citadel. Uh, ruins that are so nice Oh, the new city stuff yeah it's super yeah. nice i gotta get that thrown together we our friends from the shire there or not the shire the spire <laughs> they're <laughs> uh they're a gaming group from vancouver they have invested in tons of that and they are literally building spires out of it that are just absolutely massive to for a future that's campaign. awesome yeah it's uh looking very cool they've also spent God knows how much money on uh, some of the um, the Mechanicus terrain as well, and have just made yes. some beautiful, beautiful boards. For me, that's where my my love right now is is for beautiful tables. So yeah, I can I can definitely double down on that. Yeah, so we'll, we definitely need more people in the in the community who really like. It takes a special kind of person to be like really kill it with the terrain. I find. I think I think it's just getting. I think it's. Uh, I think it's just get, getting people aware. And, uh, you know, for me running events, I've just been like, I can't, you know, if I bring home another box of train, <laughs> another move <laughs> in a train, my wife's going to kill me one of these days. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can only, I can only produce so many tables for these events. Yes. So, yes. um, we've been incentivizing people with offering like a citizen soldier award, which is for, you know, the best table and voted on by peers. Very which, cool has helped uh, facilitate some amazing boards that have come into, uh, into the community. So uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it just, to me, it makes, it makes for a better game. You know, you have a Absolutely. good board. It really, it really, really, th- it thematic. really ties it together. Exactly. In the same way, same kind of way, I guess, uh, if you have a model, like a beautifully painted model, doesn't look finished without, without a base. You know what I mean? Right. You just put that on a plain base, it's going to be like, well, yeah, it's a beautiful model, but you put it on a, an, an equally beautiful, you know, resin base or, or a base, custom base that you built, and you maybe not put the same amount of time into painting it, but it just it still looks it finished. Yeah, you know? exactly. 
Exactly. So um, also, t- let's talk about what this whole Weekend Warriors um, weekend is about. And, and that's for um, raising some money for charity. Can you? Yes, uh, absolutely. At the I, end of the day, it all boils down to going towards a good cause. Awesome. So the whole the whole shtick sh- is it's not all nonprofit. So every every single cent, like obviously, um, all the event organizers are putting their own money into the event. They're buying prizes, they're buying terrain, they're buying whatever is necessary to get the job done. And so we're going to do our. Uh, obviously, everybody's going to get what they paid back, but all the profits are going right to charity, which. Uh, the charity we've chosen to work with is a Canadian charity called uh, Pilgrim Bandits. And and what and do they these guys are do? A, I, I, I briefly touched on it, but I said, well, I'm going to hold off because uh, we're going to have Matt on, and you can probably do a better job than I can <laughs> on it. Um, again, uh, the the real touch guy, so the guy who's in really close contact with them is Andrew, but um, uh, Warrior... Uh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> Pilgrims Bandits is a a charity that uh, helps uh, veterans, Canadian veterans, particularly wounded Canadian veterans, yep. um, improve their life. So really, a lot of the things they do is about, are about like um, helping wounded Canadian veterans go on overland hiking trips. Like I think recently they either they're still planning or have recently done uh, like a hike from one end of Australia to the other. Wow. Yeah, and with uh, with lots of Canadian veterans who have like lost legs right. or arms, so you know they're doing really awesome, really great work, and I'm, it's really exciting to be working with them in such a tangible way. Like they had they had uh, representatives there last year, and I'm sure they will again. Oh, they they'll have a booth set up with pamphlets of all the information. Um, for a while, they were riding like a special made tandem bicycle around the uh, <laughs> around the inside of the arena there. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's I mean, it's awesome to, you know, when we put these things on to not just, you know, get together and have fun, but to raise a little money for a good cause, you know. We're Absolutely. we're all uh lucky enough that we have extra money to to <laughs> afford to, you know, buy little plastic men and play games with them where there's Absolutely, a lot of people yeah. that are not that fortunate so uh it's great to see the community getting more into this and this is the same charity that you guys um helped out with uh weekend warriors one correct yes yeah same same group of people yeah really great people again they had a bunch of uh, a couple of representatives there really just awesome down-to-earth honest people awesome well it's uh it's awesome that you guys are are doing this and like i'm i'm super happy to to help you guys out with this but just having you know more events in town is amazing and you know with the with the loss of of lanacy in town it's awesome that we're you know that you guys have now made this uh this event that is now miniature specific and hopefully is just going to grow grow and grow as the years go on that is the hope yes Right on, man. And so tickets are on sale now, correct? Yes, tickets are on sale now. Um, anyone who goes and looks, well, again, you can find it all. All of the information that, that's you know pertinent and we have on hand already is already up on our Facebook pages. I'll be sending up the um, the hobby or the the Hobbit uh, fantasy game page tonight. I'll be setting that up with all the information that I've gotten, been given. Um, and every page should have a link to our ticket site. I think we're using a website called ticket like i think it's like t-i-c-k-i-t right um 
And so all of our sales are being handled through that. Uh, each game has uh, different ticket options, so you don't have to like to buy like a really big pass. You can just buy like, uh, for example, 40k is fifty dollars, which gives you full access to day one and day two for 40k, and full access to the entire event. Right. Where if you I mean, just wanted course, to come for one day, one of the one day events, you can just buy a one day. You, ticket. you can buy you can buy one day event um, tickets. You can buy just your 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 admission ticket too. We're gonna have lots of um, like demos and displays. Um, I think that someone is coming in to run like their own. They have to have their own homebrew game they're running. There was there last year. Oh, yeah. I, his name eludes me right this minute, and I'm sorry about that. But he was a really cool like small sci-fi skirmish game like really small scale was really interesting to see okay very cool and so we're gonna have all that's there um i'm gonna be talking with uh do you know who Ger- uh, gary delorme and carapace cases have you heard of them i don't believe i have no uh gary delorme is a local guy uh really great guy and he's creating carapace cases which is a local um it, he's basically creating modeling cases like you'd see from Battle Foam or Citadel. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Um, and they're they're awesome. Like I love them. They're they're small. They're they're definitely they're they're, they're really great for storage. Um, they're small. You could probably fit like two knights in one if oh, you yeah, really okay. wanted to. Yeah. Um, they're great quality. And so me, I'm hopefully hoping I'm gonna get in touch with him. He was there last year. I'm gonna get in touch with them because it's really nice to see like a local like business like that there. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, and he was he you know he was nice enough to donate one for. Some prize support. Uh, prize support even for 40K. Very yeah. cool. So he's a really great guy. He's looking forward to working with them. Um, Michael Manast is a, is, a, is a friend of mine who runs another small Facebook group called Realm Armaments. Arm, armaments? Armaments, yeah. It's a hard, that it armament, a hard word. That's a hard word. <laughs> Um, and he makes all kinds of like 3d printed widgets and like markers and objective markers. Oh, he's cool. a, just a really great guy. He's going to be helping me actually, he's going to be 3d printing all of the trophies for the event. Um, like awesome. last year I had, I had first, second, third, best painted, best general, and best sportsman t- trophies for 40 K and he 3d printed all of them. Oh, that's wicked. At, yeah, and so he's. Uh, I think he's working with um, Glenn over at the X Wing to make measuring widgets. I think he's working with Andrew and Craig with the War Machine to make little um, like base counts. As like, I guess that's a thing for them is you can have to remove your model so you can like, measure things. Okay. Like, um, but yeah, he, he's he's been a huge help, and I'm really excited to have him there. He's going to have a demo table set up with a lot of his wares. Very cool. Very exciting. We're gonna have. Um, all kinds of little demos and displays. I can't, unfortunately my memory is not the best, so I can't <laughs> remember every single one of them. That's all good. People can just buy a ticket and uh, show up and, and see Absolutely. everything that's at the event. Absolutely. It's very exciting. Awesome, man. So, well, thanks a lot for, for coming on and giving us a little spiel. I'm super excited to, uh, to be there and running the events and hopefully, uh, we won't be, uh, too loud. The, uh, <laughs> our crew over in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm, I'm i'm really excited to have you guys on board i mean uh i don't i think i think uh, there was a conflicting schedule last year i think you guys had or ha- had or were having or had just had like a big event already yeah they well we we basically um well i was out of the country so mm-hmm. um it was basically john and uh phil turner um 
pulled together an event the same weekend because we had a whole bunch of guys coming over from the the mainland for Lanesy and had already you know booked uh, tickets on the ferry and already had uh, places booked to stay. So they threw something together still for that weekend within a couple of days of knowing that yeah. the cancellation was happening. So I think it was uh, due to that. But uh, yeah, we're s- super stoked to. Uh, to be a part of it this year and uh yeah hopefully uh yeah. hopefully it will there'll be future ones uh to come down the road as well oh definitely i'm definitely hoping so and it's really great to have you guys on board right on man well i'm super stoked again uh it's april 13th and 14th 2019 in victoria bc i will have all of the um links to the facebook um page in the show notes so you can check it out there and uh matt thanks a lot a lot again to for coming on and look forward to uh to seeing you at the at the weekend absolutely thank you thanks so much for having me aj all right man have a good one yeah you too all right And welcome back to the closeout of the show, where close we out. land this pig. Close out, close out, close out. Yeah, John's John's currently downloading Geno Five Two for his uh, bike ride home, and you should as well. Um, so we've got a couple things to shout out. Thank you very much for Matthew for coming onto the show and talking about the Warriors Weekend. We're both super stoked about it. Uh, more Titanicus and 30K action. So if you want your ticket, hop onto Facebook. You can head over and just search for the Warriors Weekend 2. That's with two eyes, And uh, you can purchase your tickets through there. Um, the events are on April 13th and 14th, and that's at the Armory in Victoria, as you heard. So come and join us. Uh, we've also got the Canadian Tabletop Championships happening in Ottawa, Ontario, May 3rd and 5th. Uh, go and play a game with our buddy Garrett. Uh, so that's going on. A little East Coast action. Pretty awesome. Then we have the Bot GT's 74th Annual Deuces Gone Wild, June 18th or 18th 8th and 9th 2019 tickets are going fast we only have i think it's two spots john what do we got we've got yeah one spot left on the trader or no we have three spots on the traders and one spot left on the loyalists so um hop on grab your tickets uh you can check out the Facebook event where everything's broken down, all the teams are in the event description. So if you uh, purchase your ticket, shoot me an email or a Facebook message and I'll add you to the list. Hopefully we will be sold out by next show. I think it's already getting... How many, how yeah. many, how many do we have sold right now, did you say? We have only four spots left. Sold? Huh? How many do we have sold, though? Oh, we only have three people that are, or two people haven't bought tickets. Damn. Yeah, so we have already purchased a whole bunch of prize support and have our friends in the community helping us out. So more news on that in the next little while. Uh, We also have CK Studios, the 102 class, coming to Victoria, BC, July 13th and 14th. So join us and Kat and Caleb at that. And then we've got Wargamers Weekend happening in Indiana, 
Bliss, Indiana, September 12th and 15th for the premier gaming experience. Um, so, yes, join us. Come out. If you've got an event that you want to shout us for us to shout out about just uh, shoot us a message uh you can check us out on facebook at the boys of the golden throne instagram at uh, bot gt 30k and then also big john west on instagram uh for johnny's instagram feed oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. so uh yeah exciting stuff i'm super stoked for the future you know this is i, I as i said i was like not wait, I, waning a little bit. Not that I wasn't interested, just yeah. like needed a little boost, and definitely. Sure. And I think this is yeah, it's long overdue, but it's it's happening. It's yeah, good. very excited, and uh, yeah, it's been a monster so, episode today, and I think there's a reason for that, and it's all the good news. Yeah, so I think we're gonna do some. Uh, we've been working on some character fluff actually, mm-hmm. for uh, for yeah. one for our campaign, and also just to. Uh, we've been neglecting or you haven't but Teo and I have so we're going to do a little fluff exercise on some characters so I think that's going to be coming out next episode so come back and uh, we that will be it from us so hugs and kisses we are out peace peace out